0: are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well now. Why is that? A couple of reasons. So one, yesterday was really like mentally and emotionally draining for me. So I woke up this morning and was like, do stuff? Absolutely not. So today was a mental health day for me and I laid in bed until like 10 30. And it was also great because Campbell got me the most wonderful Christmas gift this year, or I guess last year, technically speaking, um, yuck, yuck, which yuck. was a cooking class to learn how to make actual real life Italian pasta. And that was really fun. I'm so that was I'm at fine. five. Yeah, that was like a couple of hours ago. So I learned how to make fettuccine and ravioli. Um and the fettuccine was actually prepared with a like red sauce which I have never had fettuccine with a red sauce. So um I've always seen it with like an alfredo type sauce. Mm-hmm. Um so that was really cool. Um and it was just really fun because I like have never made I was going to say obviously but maybe it's not obvious like I've never made pasta from scratch before uh which like I know that it's like technically easy like it's just mm-hmm. egg and flour but um it was just really cool to actually like be with like an Italian chef and like have him like showing us like step by step how to do it and like all the like tips and tricks and he showed us how to like fold the fettuccine like over our knife and like shake it out to like it was yeah it was just really fun and
0: really cool it was really funny because i also like you know delivered had groceries delivered like that she would need for the cooking class and she texted me later like after the groceries came it was like hey i like noticed the ingredients list doesn't say pasta (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're making it. Correct. That, that's, the, that's the class, Raven. So that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good mental health day then. Yeah. And this yeah. is a good way to end it.
1: This is a fantastic way to end it because I got, I just got a little bit of pasta left. I got my wine. I got my notes. And I have one of my best friends. Okay. Uh, so, listeners, today, Nope. we will nope. be oh hey raven what music well well first and foremost
0: hey campbell how are you doing
1: i asked you you didn't didn't
0: ask you didn't really get into it
1: oh well that's that's on you you didn't answer the question
0: no you went off on like your thing you like it's been like four yeah i
1: said campbell how are you doing and you said fine how are you doing and i gave an answer so
0: I thought you would just like to hear about it more. That's fine. I'll take the L on this. I do, one. no,
1: I do, no, I do. Yep, no, no Campbell, how are... No Campbell, how was your day? Yeah, pretty good. Your boyfriend's there. No. How's he doing?
0: Great. No complaints. Okay. What music have you been listening to recently?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I lately have been obsessed with the Encanto soundtrack. Uh um Let's talk yes. about Bruno. <sighs> the Encanto soundtrack, so I watched um I watched a couple of like M- music analysis like breakdowns of a couple of the songs and like the actual music theory behind them, they work and it's just Lin-Manuel Miranda continues to show time and again how he has more talent in his little finger than a lot of people including myself doing their entire body and I just it's a I different love that kind of talent Raven. it's a different kind of talent I respect that I respect that but I just you're I just as he's...
0: talented as he is at being Raven.
1: Okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, well, he is. I feel like he's like, he's a really cool, almost like cross of Stephen Sondheim and Howard Ashman, but with his own, just like experience and like talent in in the mix. And I just, I don't know. I just really love his work. So in Kanto, I'm obsessed with, and the music is fantastic. And I thought my favorite song was Surface Pressure, but now I think it's What Else Can I Do. Um, and it's just all of them great. They're just all great. Yeah.
0: What else I can do is a great song. They're all great songs. Um, They're all great songs. Uh, listeners. What about you? You will be hearing about that movie on this podcast at some
1: point. Absolutely. I've
0: watched it so many times. Um, yeah. For me, I've been listening to um, a lot more like new hard rock kind of stuff. Some like bands I've been listening to for like a long time, like Coheed and Cambria and stuff like that. But more the more recent music, and you know, bands like that, yeah. Kind of listening in the morning, hype you up, you know, really cool instrumental metal adjacent music, but with some pop punk or just punk angst. That's been my vibe recently, and I've been really into it.
1: I see that for you.
0: Thanks.
1: I say wearing (laughs) tie-dye. I was about to say, I see see your back in tie-dye.
0: Always am, baby. Also got googly eyes for for my Crocs.
1: (laughs) I don't know why, but at first I thought that syllable was going to end in crotch. And I was really confused. Hey, eyes down here. Just confused. (laughs) (laughs) I like to have fun here. So, so, listeners. Pulling today, we will be talking about Mamma Mia, because it ends. Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. You I that, cooked Italian food today. Italian. I did cook Italian food today oh, from scratch. The stars have Amazing. aligned,
0: but not oh, fully. Um, yes, we are talking about Mamma Mia. Wait today. a second. Shut up. Well, I guess. Don't think I about guess, it. I guess, Mediterranean. Okay. It's fine.
1: Okay. I know
0: exactly but, your thought. But, okay. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. Okay. Stars somewhat align. Unfortunately, we were supposed to have a guest today, but she yeah. schedule conflicts. Things happen. But we do want to give a shout out to Aaron. We love you. We'll be getting drunk in your honor, and. Yep. We do apologize for what we're about to say about this movie. It seems, it feels like we're saying it behind your back now. Um, but we, I just want to let you know, we would be we saying this. We would have this, said it to your face. Yeah, right to your face. <laughs> uh, and if that makes you feel bad, that's on you.
1: So, here we are. Yeah. Uh, so, Mamma Mia is a 2000, we were specifically talking about the film, the 2008 film um, directed by Felita I think that's how you pronounce her name, uh, Lloyd and written by Katherine Johnson. Um, and this is based on the 1999 musical of the same name, which interestingly enough, the 1999 musical, uh, it, is the, it is still in the top 10 longest running productions on both Broadway, and The West End as of November 2021. Um, and again, it came out uh, in 1999 as uh, when it premiered on Broadway. Um, so incredibly popular musical, uh, which is largely uh, part of the reason it was adapted into a movie. Um, and the interesting thing, uh, we'll be talking about them a little more later, but uh, the film production was actually co-produced by two of the members from the band ABBA. Yeah,
0: with uh, Mamma Mia really... being a jukebox musical. F- uh, being, yes, a jukebox with the music musical of ABBA.
1: rom-com. Yeah, with the music of ABBA, which is interesting because...
0: rom uh, drum, rom, in the mind of a psychopath, like however you want to call it, <laughs> Mamma Mia.
1: It's just like... It's interesting because ABBA, so ABBA started in like 1974. um, And I'm not gonna go into them too, too much right now, but actually, sorry, 1972 was when they started. Um, And I had thought originally when I first heard of Mamma Mia and I told Campbell this, I thought that either Mamma Mia was like super old or ABBA was super recent. Because to me, I, I knew the band ABBA wrote all the songs for Mamma Mia and so I just assumed that they wrote the songs for the film because I at the point that I learned this I had never seen the movie um but no they wrote the songs like 20 years prior and then in the 90s someone was just like let's let's make a musical with some of these because why not everyone loves them so they'll love a musical with all of their music and that that did prove to be to be partially true, um, I do, however, think that this is very much a uh, junk food sort of musical.
0: That like, okay, Raven, that is the perfect way to describe <laughs> this, and you know why? Because
1: plot—it's good in all the worst ways. Yes, it's it's like
0: when you get high—if that's legal for you to do, or mm-hmm. not? Whatever, love your truth. Live your life. And you're like, do you know what I could use right now? Two things of Domino's cheese bread.
1: Ooh. Ooh, do you get the jalapeno?
0: Well, that one also has bacon in it, so I don't.
1: Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I bought, it
0: does. But I get the spinach feta one.
1: Love, ooh, yeah. yes.
0: And so it's just, I mean, I love ABBA's music. It's this is I thought this was really fun. Uh, Sophie, uh, Played by Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. Villainous. Is the only word I could describe her. <laughs> is villainous. She is a villain. She's not an antagonist. She is a villain in this movie. But. You can tell. All these actors are having so much fun. Singing so these much songs. Fun. So you're just like in a good mood.
1: Campbell I don't know if you felt this way. But when Probably. I was watching this movie. It reminded me. I think of your comment on cats i believe it was where at very few points in the movie did i one even remember the characters names mm-hmm. let alone think of the actors as their characters like every time i would literally have to stop myself from writing oh meryl streep does this or amanda oh does that or, was it was like, into the woods uh into the james Woods. james corden is. Yeah.
0: is just singing songs from into the woods
1: just singing songs he's not woods. the Woods. yeah banger. that's how, that's kind of how i felt in this musical like it, it was hard for me to see them as their actual characters. Interesting. Now, I don't know if that was just me.
0: I, there's some people I didn't see that for. But that's an interesting take.
1: Yeah. Shout yeah. out to... I would say it was only a few of them. Christine Baranski.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Also, just right. another okay. fun thing. Yeah, this is like... I'm sure you're going to talk more about later, But yeah. something I really appreciated in a lot of the musical arrangements, um, they did feature traditionally Greek Instruments, yes. In the arrangements of these, which I know I appreciate. I like Greek music. Um, Yeah, Richmond's Greek Festival is so much fun. I would go every year. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love. I should do that. But Um, with that, let's jump into
0: it. I was going to say we should talk about what we're drinking.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that because I forgot that we haven't.
0: You have forgotten everything we do. What what's going on with you? (laughs) You're drunk on (laughs) pasta.
1: I don't know what's happening to me tonight. Uh, Campbell, what are we drinking? Well,
0: we don't have a name for it yet. Let's figure it out. Um, But I thought it would be fun in the theme of this movie and the vibe, I think, of some of, like, you know, these women and stuff like that. Especially if I was vacationing here. I have come up with a sangria recipe. With some Greek influences. So it's a white wine based one. So if you have comments about that, don't at me. Um, <laughs> or follow us at Boozicals, at b-o-o-z-i-c-l-s on Instagram. Email us at boozicals at gmail.com. I may or may not read the email if it's negative. <laughs> um, but so it's white wine based and has lemons, limes, grapefruit, fresh mint peach schnapps for some like sweetness and metaxa which is a Greek like spirit and it tastes, comes from a combination of muscat wines from the island of Samos, uh, aged wine distillates and like botanicals that are like Mediterranean and put all that stuff together in a pitcher it only needs to like incubate which is a weird word to describe sangria um it needs to vibe for you know at least like <laughs> a few hours and we have what we're drinking right now so we're going to cheers and then we're going to come up with a name for it love
1: it cheers, cheers. i love this so much i do too it's
0: a really good sangria and we also added yeah. soda water you know for fun for some pizzazz yeah. some
1: I, I actually like the addition of the soda water because like while you can drink it by itself i think adding the soda water makes it to me a little more like it makes it a little lighter a little crisper a little more refreshing than just like sangria
0: so let's workshop some names i had
1: one idea so far
0: called not your daddy's sangria daddy's daddy spelled d-a-d-d-i-e-s apostrophe love it so it's like plural
1: i think that is fantastic what you got? See, I was thinking something along the lines of like, not necessarily this literally, but something along the lines of like, it's all Greek to me. Hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Uh,
0: yeah. What about something about like Donna and the Dynamos?
1: Campbell. Yes. What can we do with what that? What song are they saying? Super Trooper.
0: I mean, it could be Nacho Dynamo's Sangria. I like that. I, th- I don't know if I like that more than Nacho Daddy's, though. I think Nacho Daddy's makes more sense. But I like Don and the Dynamo's.
1: Hmm. Should we
0: flip a coin? Yes. Cool. I have a really good coin. Uh... From okay. not.
1: <laughs> Shut
0: <laughs> up You're so mean to me <laughs>
1: It just seems like such an arbitrary thing
0: <laughs> But I do I've shown you this coin It was part of the merch club for Not Another D&D Podcast Shout out to an ad pod yeah. And when I flip it It makes a very satisfying sound So we'll do There's a skull And then a fairy I would say Skull would be daddies. Fairy yeah. will be dynamos Dynamos Love okay. it goals it is not your daddy sangria. not your daddy
1: sangria cool. love it
0: another cheers
1: cheers hi everyone this is raven and campbell from musicals and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with
0: yep we'd like to talk to you about education through music they partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children and they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement motivation for school and self-confidence
1: Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast.
0: Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash org again. That's give.etmonline.org slash org and yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Well, Shut up! up. That's, don't, <laughs> don't, don't patronize me. Everyone. Okay. Uh, I don't need you. Enjoy judgment. the episode. I'm <laughs> done with this. <laughs> Taps and tea fathers.
1: Wild. Okay. Um. So, on that note,
0: um, gonna start off, Mamma Mia, same font as Nirvana, the band.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm not privy to that. I know that. I know of Nirvana, and that is about the extent of my knowledge of them. Um, I think it's called I've the heard... <gasps> like i the Onyx. I love cat. that. the name of my cat. Oh, oh man. fantastic font name. What, what do love? We, it. Love it. Love it. Love, love, it, love it. This is
0: great. I love the same okay. so
1: much. So we come upon a young Sophia, well, not young, young, but like young, uh, a young Sophia uh, looking out over the bay, ocean, sea.
0: Sophia, Sophie.
1: I, I just meant as as in she is young.
0: Oh, okay. Also, yeah. she's played by Amanda Seyfried, who we've Correct. done a lot of stuff with her. She's Cosette, older Cosette, and Les mm-hmm. Mis. She's Karen Smith in Mean Girls, meteorologist, extraordinaire. She's also been in the Dropout, Big Love. Something I really love about her is her range—not just vocally, but yeah. like the environments she has acted in. I don't think could be more different.
1: Yeah, I feel like every movie she does is completely different, um, and like her 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 actual vocal range in this movie is also completely different than it was in Les Mis which was and impressive. both both of them i think like is yeah like both of them are are very very good vocal performances in my opinion yeah yeah continue um i always think she has like a very unique like vibrato quality to her voice um i don't know some people don't like it but it's, i always think it's, it's nice it's very
0: like vibrato in the sense of like skipping a stone across a lake
1: yeah, it's like a it's it's trill or a tremor ish tremor like is a good way to yeah. put it because
0: I feel like trill would be more like songbirdish, um, correct? I which agree. I I'm sure she can do, but that kind of like natural singing voice that she's done in a lot of things, there is like a slightly more weight to it.
1: Mm, yes,
0: like the. Yeah. Um, what's the, um, I was about to say something math related, um, peak to peak sine wave, um, period. Yes. Uh, yes. yeah. So instead of, instead of it being like pi over two, it will be pi, which means nothing to I the majority that. of our <laughs> listeners, but that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I have my candidacy but exam few, this the week. The few that will get I've it will understand. reviewing a lot of science and math in general, so...
1: Amazing. Uh, okay, yeah. So we start off with a prelude of I Have a Dream, uh, sung song. by Sophia as she overlooks the bay. Um, the and we see her sending a small pack of letters um, out to the mail. Um, and we see that uh, she sent them to one of three men, or each of three men, um, who... Sam Carmichael, later Bill learn... Anderson,
0: Harry Bright.
1: Yes, who we will later learn are the three men who could potentially be her father and she doesn't because know which one it is. her
0: mom
1: mom, Bucks. get it. <laughs> or at least could 20 years ago.
0: I really like this song and I, I really appreciated that it's being sung at an hour of the day, the early, early morn, where, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's kind of resting, nothing really going on. And that's where I feel like I've been more contemplative, Mm
1: -hmm. and it's just,
0: you know, expanded by, you know, this particular song. I thought it was a, it's a clear kind of environment that's being given from this kind of intro.
1: No, I agree. Like, something that I really enjoy is, like, waking up um, early, like, waking up at, like, 6 or 6.30 or something. I was going to say, like, waking up at, like, 3. Oh, well... Six is, like, before sunrise. I just meant before sunrise. Um, like, waking up before sunrise, but just, like, laying in bed. And, like, as the sun slowly comes up and, like, light starts to fill the room. Just, like, just like thinking about, like, your day and, like, how you're feeling and, like... Just checking you know, in. Just, like, reflecting, you know? Yeah. Like, some people do, like, a devotion then. Like, it's just, like, a great time of day to be reflective. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I don't know why, but the music in this song um there's like a, a musical sequence uh during the scene when we see like all of them getting ready to like travel to this wedding or try and like it's find way so to the much wedding. fun it's so fun so and into i love it yeah. yeah 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 and something about the music kind of reminded me a little bit of legend of zelda and i don't know why um it was so random. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I have random like musical connections in my mind. Um, many of which probably aren't valid. But um
0: Um, also something I was going to point out. I've never seen this movie before, so this is like my first like thoughts go at it. And yeah. wild. Wow.
1: <laughs> this is my second time watching it because I think like randomly, like three years ago, I was like, What's Mamma Mia? What's the fuss about? What, what's what this is about? This? What's... <laughs> so I just sat down and watched it one day, and I was like, "Oh, mm, this is what it is." Um... <laughs> okay,
0: and I love Abba's music. So during this like musical sequence, like I I wrote down, I love the music. Oh my god, especially when there was the "Gimme Gimme" like playing in the background. I was just vibing on the mm-hmm. couch, taking my notes, and it's just so funny that. I, I assume it's like, you know, weeks go by because we learn that Sophie is getting married. And yep. we are introduced to her two best friends. Best friends. Lisa and Allie, played by Rachel McDowell and Ashley Lilly. And they are so cute together. I What I really like about this movie, I think one of its strengths, is it they do a really good job showing great friendships
1: i think i think they do a really great job of showing just like interpersonal relationships in general
0: yeah yeah because
1: there's so there's such a variety of friendships that you see i I do love the fact that you see sophie and her two friends juxtaposed against her mother and her two friends and how you see like age don't mean a thing like the second they get there it's literally like they're teenagers again
0: you've raven I mean, this is going to be us when we're much older. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you've seen me with like my high school friends and that vibe, Wild. that energy, experience. that uh, <laughs> chaos is never going away. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the future.
1: Yeah. And I think that's really cool when you see people that are um, just people that are like further away in life. And like, you see how like, The friendships can like mature and there's a point that you get to where it's like, yeah, we're adults now. We have our own lives, but that doesn't mean that we don't still love each other and we'll be there for each other and stuff like that. And I love that when you do get back together, it's like, it's like no time has passed. You know, I think there's always the, the most special relationships that you can have.
0: They just have such a fun handshake vibe. Yes. I love it it's you it's it's they're these friends that you maybe don't see for months maybe even years Mm -hmm. but when you see each other there's no time that has passed yeah yeah and that's real special Um, and i hope uh all you listeners have people like that in your life and if you don't you will
1: yeah um so she so Sophie tells her friends like that she sent out letters to that she invited her dad to the wedding Villain. and they're like oh Villain. so you Menace. found out she... who it is and she's like no here's the thing my mom fucked three guys that summer so I invited all three of them
0: No here's the and... thing <laughs> I spied went through violated my mother's her, my privacy my mother's diary <laughs> yeah. lied to everyone involved for you know a weird plan that probably won't work, but isn't that funny? No. No. <laughs> this this is just... this is life changing news that could just complete completely throw people's lives. You can you're building up people's oh, like hopes, dreams. You may show them a bad side. Maybe this won't go well for you. Maybe they don't want you in your in their life. There is. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, maybe this could be fun. Maybe this 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 could be cool. I'm quirky. Bleah. No, no, Sophie, you're a villain. <laughs> and that's what yeah, I think it's... about the plot of this movie. That you are taking people's hearts, emotions, decades of longing, and not even considering them for your own benefit
1: yeah because her mother in these diary entries oh so we get into the song honey honey which is where she's going, oh such a good song reading, <laughs> such a good song but she's reading her diary entries and talking about the three different lovers and stuff and like you can tell from like what her mother was writing about these these three men that like she had, especially for uh sam like she had real feelings for them like this was like re- like these were real people who had real like romantic and sexual entanglements and stuff like that and it's just like especially later in the movie the night of her bachelorette party when you when all three of them were just like oh my god i want it to be me and you're just like oh and like how just how
0: disrespectful (laughs) to your mother
1: right who has been your entire (laughs) life i'm imagining like raising a child and then 20 years having that child like and they, like,
0: about... <laughs> they find your, like, Hinge and or Tinder chat my... <laughs> and, like, emails them. Like, I, Raven, imagine if it were. I will were, never
1: emotionally recover from this. <laughs> uh,
0: that you have a child. Uh, you're at a place where maybe you're, like, single for whatever reason. And your child's getting married. And then they introduce, they invite to your wedding these names that i'm messaging you yikes (laughs) each of them individually but all together you look stressed with just just like the idea of
1: that just the thought and like and again you see that on her mother's face we're again we're skipping around a little bit but you see that on her mother's face when like when she first sees that they're there and you're just like this poor woman because in her mind they just like randomly showed up at her hotel yeah yeah it's yeah
0: so yeah her mom song honey uh, honey yeah her mom donna um was super in love with this guy sam carmichael um Mm -hmm. played by yeah sam is played by pierce brosnan also i mean he's james bond i don't like yeah come on um, he was also in Quest for Camelot. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire, Fire, The Sun, a lot of cool stuff. Um, super in love with him. Uh, he leaves because he's engaged to someone. He has to go married. She's heartbroken, which is fuck up.
1: Yes, that her daughter is exploiting. And I, and I well, here's here's the thing. I understand that. To an extent, you can't control who you develop. I mean, mm, you can control how you how you respond to a person. I thought you were an about an extent, like, to
0: say you can control, like feelings and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh no! I no, was no. about to say, Raven, we've moved backwards in progress for <laughs> no, this no, whole like, empathy thing <laughs> for you. <laughs> like, like you
1: can't you can't truly control who you develop feelings for, but there is a level of responsibility that you should take when you are already committed to someone. And to me, part of that responsibility, like whether you are already engaged, like whether you're already married or just engaged to be married, to me, part of that responsibility is like, you can control the way you behave around someone Mm -hmm. and the types of activities that you engage in that could lead to developing feelings for them. And to me, it's like, yeah, like the whole situation with, uh again i almost called her amanda the whole situation with sophie is like that's fucked up but like sam to me is like that's completely disrespectful for you and yes he ended up breaking off the engagement so like i guess good on him but like that's so disrespectful for you to have an entire other relationship in a different country with a random woman while while you're engaged no
0: yeah it's not like you could even like text her
1: that's yeah
0: this and this takes not, place like, in the nineties. To me, right? the
1: movie the movie doesn't. Uh, I think so. Like because the, the play is the play came out like nineteen ninety nine. So I would assume it's theoretically set then. Um, but that, which makes sense with that, the amount of overalls me. we see. So many overalls. Um, you would
0: you would I I would say. All of them over all of them.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here but, all night. Oh my check like, I do I think it I think it mostly bothers me because to me the movie doesn't inherently paint Sam in like a bad light. Like the movie still wants Sam and Donna to get together at the end. Yeah. And think like, you know, and it's just like, no, he's he did a terrible thing, but I don't know. Maybe he's grown in the past twenty yeah.
0: years. So anyway, um, she's heartbroken and then she hangs out with a couple more guys, Harry.
1: Yes, um, who
0: uh also Play, who's played by Colin Firth. Oh, mm-hmm. What a what a cutie. The King's uh, Speech. The which King's I also Speech. recently watched which is The King's Fantastic Men. Film. Who he also oh, plays Harry in that, Harry Hart, uh Galahad, Bridget Jones. He's Mr. Darcy. Yep. Colin Firth is just adorable. Is he's just he's just a cutie. Cutie patootie.
1: I I think Colin Firth is one of those guys that, like, he's he's truly, like, handsome. Like, I don't, like, to me, Colin Firth is, like, I can't, to me, I can't look at him and be like, oh, he's hot. But, like, he's just, like, he just looks wholesome and handsome and just, like, you just, you just seem like a joy. I
0: saw a TikTok, <laughs> or, like, it was some interviews and stuff, and someone, like, I think Andrew Garfield was reading a tweet or some comment or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, I'm just having very complicated feelings about him. There's something along the lines. Like he's just so cute and wholesome, but I want to bed him. And he was just like, he's like, I don't, it's like, he's not like attractive, but he's cute. And I'm attracted to something like that.
1: That's then he's attractive.
0: Yeah. And he was just like, I don't really know how to respond to this, but uh, thanks. Um, I view that similarly
1: fair um and then the yeah, last so guy bill
0: played by stellin
1: scars guard um
0: goodwill hunting dune chernobyl bootstrap villain uh, pirates of the caribbean he was in thor. thor look at you was he
1: just in thor dark world or was he also in the first no he was in the first he was thor, in the first they, one they found him yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh he went crazy in thor dark world hell that's yeah. what I- hell <laughs> hell yeah dude live your truth Oh my gosh! Yeah, so we find out that um, her mother. I am trying to figure out like they don't specify what the summer timeline was. Between no, the each diary these men. was that it,
0: the diary was July seventeenth is when it started. Met okay. Bill August fourth and Harry August eleventh.
1: Okay, I'm so actually
0: okay. you are wrong. <laughs> Rude.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying my best. <laughs> what are you doing um,
0: right now? My
1: best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God. At least you're not having a struggling mental health day, because that would be extra rude, right, Raven?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing better now. <laughs> I got better. <bad. laughs> um, yeah, so... She's talking to her friends and she's like, Yeah. So she was with all these guys like in the summer and like she found out she was pregnant like afterwards. So, like we don't technically know which one it is. Um but you know, I'm she believes that she will know her father when she sees him, which is a bunch of bull hockey that it I don't know why she thought that. Like I, I can't understand how if she was similar like, oh, I'll, men
0: that age look
1: look also what if your mom had a tight <laughs> how would you that would make it even harder and also like I, I could see it if it was like oh like maybe she didn't look like her mom so she was like oh like maybe i'll like it would be the one that looks more like me but like she i don't know if they did this with like if this was movie magic or if they just look like like amanda cypher and meryl streep look like identical in this movie Like, they literally look like mother and daughter. I think they look similar.
0: But I would also say, and not to take away the fact that, I mean, she's about to get married. She's always dreamed of, like, her dad would walk her down the aisle, never knew who Mm -hmm. he was, and, like, her longing for, you know, that male role model. And, you know, it's seemingly your other half of your identity, history, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And that kind of uh, yearning and idealizing and dreaming oh yes of course this is what's been missing from my life of course I'm meant to just see it when it happens not to take away from that but are you serious girl <laughs> is this your plan
1: <laughs> it does it does also and like i was lucky enough to grow up with both of my parents in my life so like i don't know what it's like to have only grown up with one parent Mm -hmm. and not like physically not know who your other parent is so i can't really speak on that but it does seem dismissive to me that she doesn't even consider asking her mother to walk her down the aisle and give her away yeah. until literally that, the end. That of the really movie. bothered me,
0: <laughs> and it just seemed like the tone of her voice when she's telling people the plan and stuff like that. It, to- it seemed very frivolous.
1: Yes, yes, it's very it's
0: it's coy, self
1: centered in the most technical sense of the like most literal sense of the word. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I mean it's her big yeah, and who cares about mm. her fiance who I originally thought was her brother. <laughs> I can't be the he's only a, person. I can't be the only person. He's was, a character. I was just like, oh, this is her brother, or I like had asked my boyfriend. I was like, is that the fiancé or her brother? Because like it can go either way at this point.
1: <laughs> well, with the beach scene, it, I feel like that solidified it.
0: Oh no! I mean, immediately after when he introduced himself, that did. But when he like saw um, her friends and stuff like that, I was like, it could it could be either.
1: It could it could be either. That's true. Um, but yeah, they so like
0: she, make it back up home. They make it there. We're introduced to her mother, Donna, played by none other than Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Great. A lot of pe- she wasn't the only person considered for this role and yeah. I've read a lot like different articles and stuff but there's a lot of criticism because she's like such mm-hmm. a high profile actor and they're like in a nutshell, what are you doing in this movie? I that's, will say... Okay, that's
1: what I was going to ask you. I
0: will say, seeing her in this movie, I, I got the vibe very much of... Have you seen Wet Hot American Summer?
1: No, but I'm generally familiar Okay,
0: with another example. Amy Poehler in Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She's having fun. Why <laughs> do we gotta question it?
1: That's fair. She has... Fair. It looks like
0: she has... That's like one of the saving graces of like the this movie is that <laughs> all the people in it just look like they're having having the time of your life. Um, nice, Campbell, solid, you're so good at this.
1: But Amazing. I'm so they just of look
0: you. like they're having so much fun that <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: Well, because the entire movie to me this is less of a movie than like a visual album. <laughs> because because, let's be real there's there's a story here technically um but it's driven entirely by the songs because they like wrote the story to fit the songs Mm -hmm. and yet the story the songs still don't quite fit the story which is we're going to talk about that no that's um... like like
0: from justin to kelly like they had an album they have a set of (laughs) music we have to promote this. We said we were going to do a musical. Mm-hmm. This is their contracts. We'll fit it in yes. their timeless love. And <laughs> listeners, if you're thinking, man, they really talk about from Justin Kelly a lot. It has ruined my life. I have come back around to hating it again. I was loving it. I'm at hate right now. I talk about it at least once a week since we watched that movie. Shannon, Shannon. you've ruined me. Anyway. <laughs> Donna. That and Donna is, is like, they're very like fair. talking about, you know, chatting with the girls. They're like, Oh, you've gotten so grown and Donna looking great in her overalls. Oh, also she you know what she's in. Calm down. And she's never saying, yeah. She was like, Yeah, I used to have fun. Yeah, you can get it still, Donna.
1: Yep. It does feel weird to be like I don't know, like I've never been a single mother. Uh, I assume it's a lot of work. I've heard that it is. Um <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't know like donna like take some time for yourself like because i i feel like, like when, when her friends show up and they're all talking like she makes a comment or something at some point that like indicates like you know maybe she'd be thinking about getting back out there and i'm just like donna girl live your life be your best self like have you do not looked have in to, the mirror
0: have you, have you seen your vibe mirror? With your, like, Girl. casual hair just falling where it does, unbothered. Wearing your... Amazing. O- o- overalls. overalls. <laughs> you know, vibing. Just, like, to yourself, you know. It's uh-huh. like when you have your own, like, breeze and air around you that's infectious. Like, flaunted.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, but... Uh, so, today is the day before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um And we also see her friends. uh, We also see Donna's friends come on the boat. Yeah, uh, on a boat. Oh my Um, god! And
0: okay, so her friends. Who are her friends? Can't The two two best characters in this movie. First, we have Dame Julie Walters playing Rosie, who in this movie is like an accomplished, uh, like cooking, like cook, Ah. chef, author. She has like a really popular like cookbooks out. Uh, She's been in Billy Elliot Uh, She's won a Laurence Olivier Award For All My Sons But she's also Molly fucking Weasley
1: Yup Which I wrote in all caps as soon as I saw her
0: Yeah incredible And then we have honestly one of my favorite actors Actresses of all time Amazing We have Christine Baranski Playing Tanya Who we've
1: talked about so many times Because she's amazing and so talented She's
0: fucking Mary Sunshine Chicago, if you didn't, uh, listeners, if you didn't mm-hmm. know uh, yep. who the character Mary Sunshine is, you have failed us. Because as, I assume if you're listening, <laughs> now that you have listened, you have now become friends with Raven and I. And I expect yep. better from my friends. Um, how dare you. Into the Woods, great stepmother. Oh, yes. The only person I would believe is a, a, like a stepmother to and slash mother of. Lucy punch, evil stepsister. Like, that combo? Ugh. Iconic. The That's Good Fight, the Good Wife, Big Bang Theory. Like, Christine Baranski, if you're listening. Enough said. We think about you so much and just how great you are. Not in, like, a creepy, obsessive way, hopefully. But sure? I, I just hope every day you get the accolades and... Uh, you know, the, you know, words of affirmation, your flowers Mm. from the people in Mm. your life because you deserve it.
1: She does indeed. Same Um, with you, Julie Walters.
0: (laughs) And I guess Meryl Streep. Like, what a powerhouse of a friend group.
1: Right? Like, this is, like, they really did a full, like, ensemble cast for this. And...
0: They're so, and, like, like they're so fun. Talk about stealing the show these two rosie and tanya oh yeah they're like they're living their own lives like that you know the events of the movie are happening uh, but they're doing them
1: (laughs) yes yeah um okay so then we go we go back to uh sophie Sophie is so messy her fiance. (laughs) She's so messy. So she's talking to her oh, fiance. What is his name?
0: Oh, but also like a sky. But the dads mm. uh, coincidentally they Scott, the last yeah. they they last they missed the last boat. But so
1: Bill has Bill is ride. like
0: has his own boat, and he's like oh, I'll give you all a ride. So they're all going to be riding together. Um, and Sky, I was like Sky is he brother of fiance? Oh, he's also plied by Dominic Cooper. Who in, a, ah. like the Marvel movies and a lot of Marvel st- stuff, he's Howard Stark. Interesting. Yeah, and he was also Milton Green in My Week with Marilyn. So that's fun. Huh.
1: All right. Um, but yeah, so we find out that he didn't really want a wedding. He went to like go to the courthouse and just like the dream avoid all this like and then just have a party. Stuff.
0: That's my dream.
1: But yeah, so he's. Uh, because she's talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, I like I invited my dad to the wedding, like, blah, 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 like, I'm going to be my dad and all this other stuff. And he's like, did you? Is that why you wanted to have a wedding? Because, like, your dad? Like, not because of and she, us and, like, celebrating our she love? She does not she tell. She's like, no. <laughs>
0: and she still doesn't tell him that it's, like, three people coming. He does not know their her plan. Which, honestly, that, like, really bums me out. Because he does seem like a solid guy. Yeah, this, like, he wanted a more low-key, just-about-them-travel-the-world-afterwards, live-their-lives-together kind of deal. Yeah. But it's, like, made clear he has no idea what's going on, which just seemed unfair. Yeah. Of course, I mean, it's her dad, it's her business. But But to the extent that you are dictating what other people... You're dictating what other people are doing for your own, like personal journey and happiness so it's like yeah it's like it is all about you it's your business you don't have to share that with anyone but if you're tying other people into that you're making it other people's business so you're it would be it would be thoughtful and right if you let those people know
1: yeah but it's okay i I I mean
0: if you don't you're a villain sophie (laughs) like (laughs) the new joker
1: I can understand Sophie's motivations cuz like she explains it as um she explains it as she is getting ready to to marry Scott and like you know start this new life and everything and she feels like she doesn't quite know herself entirely yet like she feels like she needs to find out who her father is and, like meet her father to mm-hmm. feel complete in a way yeah. and I I, I, can't I I'm sympathetic that. to that I can understand that motivation but to me it's like if this is the person that you are spending your life with and you are building a life with this person, then you should, like, tell them that. Yeah. You can tell them, like, hey, I want, like, this is my journey and, like, this is something that I, I kind of want to lead or handle on and my own. And learn about but, myself. Like, yeah, but, like, tell them. <laughs> like, don't just straight up lie yeah. to your husband, especially the day before your because wedding. Because, you
0: listeners, just... a lie of omission is still a lie.
1: It's still a lie.
0: And like I do understand, I am sympathetic too. She does she doesn't feel like she truly knows herself. And yeah. some people are have are truly fortunate and I'm very happy for them if like from a young age they just know who they are. Like this yeah. is me. They may like go like different like peaks and valleys and you know, and like in your life and things like that. But truly having a concept of your identity is something I Have not personally experienced myself. I feel like I've finally gotten to that point. But in these like huge milestones, if you feel if you're not there and feel like something's missing, that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. fine.
0: But you are putting other people's journeys, emotional, potentially trauma, and just like lives Mm -hmm. to the side for that goal i like i i don't think people need to find themselves at the expense of others and that's what she does in this agreed movie.
1: agreed and that is that is what which is doing. like so, such yeah. a serious take Villains. on such a
0: stupid movie
1: <laughs> like, they what, did like Raven, what are we doing what are we
0: what are we doing here <laughs> again aaron we would say this to your face <laughs>
1: <laughs> correct um uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so then he something she also
0: says though, okay. uh, when she was like, Everything will fall into place. I wrote down, I don't think she wants to marry him. Was I it was something I was convinced about at first. It mm. seemed like, Oh, I don't know who my dad is. I like need to figure this out so I know who I truly am so I can get married. Made me think that she had some reservations about being married. Was yeah. my thought that's incorrect um to like what sophie says later to her mom but that that's that's something i thought from watching this for the first time i was like i don't think you want to marry your brother
1: (laughs) no i i agree like i felt the same way when i was like i don't know if this is a great idea for the two of you and not necessarily because of their age like i know a lot of people because she's 20 Getting, getting, yeah, they're they're twenty. Um, and I know a lot of people harp on like getting married young, and like I don't see a, an inherent issue with getting married young yeah. if you feel ready and like you love your partner, like blah blah blah. But it's just like, at especially at the beginning of this movie, I in no way felt that she was quote unquote ready to be entering into marriage with yeah. this individual. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we go back. We go back to the hotel and like the moms and everything. Um, and. We...
0: The, the friends reunite. The friends are there. For yeah, one night reunite. only.
1: <laughs> well, two nights.
0: Donna and the Dynamos. They say one night.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Raven, so- ps- ps- Raven, it's a quote. I'm quoting the movie. That's what that was. If you, okay. In case you didn't know. That's what that was. But I thought was. they didn't say that until the bachelorette party. No,
0: no, no, no. They're saying it here as well. It's a bit it's a bit that they're doing. In case okay, okay, okay. Go on. You're good. You're good.
1: I hate you. <laughs> so, um, they're talking about the hotel, and um they're talking about the hotel and like, all the different things, and like, oh like Donna, like, you know, you gotta get back out there, you gotta have fun. Like we used to be super fun, like blah blah blah. And Donna's like, Do you see the shit that I have to deal with around this place? And we get into the song. Money, money, money. Which is so and- fun
0: because we also learn more about Tanya and Rosie. And like, Tanya's like, I just finished like husband number three. Um, uh, oh, yeah. The dynamis, dynam- <laughs> Dynamite sleep all day, fuck all night is what they're basically saying. And we learned that Rosie is like, I'm more of a lone wolf, in
1: parentheses, subtext. Gay? Yeah, I was like, but like, also not because she goes after Stellan Skarsgard. Hard at the end I mean, of the movie. I mean, if he changes
0: his mind, take a chance on her. Which is my that's favorite. Not... I think that's my favorite moment in the movie when she whispers, Take a chance on me. Because that's my favorite Abba song. And she was just like, Hey. It, if you. It
1: kind of. We'll talk about when we get there. We'll oh, it's
0: bad and aggressive but... and predatory. But <laughs> I think it's just like the, the thought of Take a chance on me. Which is a song that you like belt, you like play off of mm, those harmonies. Yeah. Those are, that's a song that's open to runs and like expression to just like very quietly, subtly at the dinner table be like, hey, if you change Maybe. your mind,
1: I'm, wink. I'm, I'm take first a, in line. Take, take a chance take, on take a chance on me. Chance on
0: me. Um, it's just really funny. And. We learn, uh, this is Aphrodite Spa, is the name of that is kind of thinking the history of the hotel and stuff like that. Why people are attracted to it, like more of a tourist spot. Sky wants Mm -hmm. to create a website to increase tourism and learning more about, you know, how the hotel is doing. Uh, The toilet just doesn't work. Uh, Nope. She's been running the hotel for 15 years and then money, money, money. It's just like talking about donna's life like running this hotel it needs to be like renovated it needs so many repairs and there's a lot that needs to be done that she's been doing on her own that the root of it is like money 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 money. yeah yeah but she has two rich Um, friends that offer to help her
1: yeah, but the thing that bothers me about... I, I first noticed it in this song, but it bothers me throughout the movie. There is no lead-in to this, to most of the songs no. in this musical. Like, like I, I feel like and? this... There was... I forget where I wrote this. You think this, films there should a,
0: have transitions?
1: <laughs> mm, there was a point uh, during this movie where I wrote down... I think... This movie is part of the reason a lot of our generation hates musicals, and I mean that because (laughs) Raven. I mean that I mean that because like okay, (laughs) that's
0: Raven. If you you think about like my
1: my issue with the music in this in this movie because it wasn't written for the because it wasn't written for the movie, the songs are in this weird like uncanny valley of like fitting the story like it's like they fit well enough like like you get the idea that they're going for but like some of the lyrics you're just like well that doesn't make sense it's like it's like a constant break in immersion
0: it's like if you take um some puzzles made by like the same company they use the same Mm -hmm. kind of like stamp to make the pieces where like you can like say 90% is like the original puzzle and you find another puzzle by the same company and the rest of the spaces like randomly you, you, you just so like a horse looks like it has train wheels.
1: Yes. Anyway. Money, money, money. Uh, yeah. I think it's so-, so
0: funny that they're thinking about lavish lives and stuff like them and Donna's like it's like they're she's imagining her life if she just like didn't have a care in the world and I, Donna's like acting is like if this could only be my life you're Meryl Streep this is your life. But <laughs> it's just so funny that the... She looks stunning in the whole Titanic moment. Oh, yeah. When she's on, like, the bow of the ship. And then her friends are just, like, comically behind, like, doing shit. And I was like, this is, like, a fun vibe. Because you're, try- you're like, being very glamorous. But it's still very slapstick and campy.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. And, um... I was I like, OMG oh, this needs
0: like, to be my life on that boat.
1: Fair. Um and I I do think it's I do think it's interesting how they there are some scenes like like with money 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 um that are like really over stylized like intentionally to bring that sort of like fantasy idea in, but it feels to me it feels random sometimes, but like I feel like they should have chosen one or the other. Like there are some scenes where like the music is embedded in the scene and like very realistic, well theoretically realistic, and there are some scenes where it's like a super like completely in the mind fantasy, no. and it feels weird. I but like the it. music is always enjoyable because it's absolutely
0: and the the acting is great because they're having fun with it, so you're enjoying. Yeah, it Yeah, so with it's them. like so
1: like you're having fun, but it's like. But does this work? And I don't know if it does. But like, I'm I'm listening and I'm dancing. Yeah. So.
0: And then you see the hotel straight up falling apart. Like the <laughs> that
1: was fully the ground
0: apart. starts breaking, which like they're which, just like did like, they
1: have an earthquake? Because they didn't address it really.
0: It, there's some structural issues to this hotel for sure. Um, and they're just so nonchalant about it.
1: Yep yeah it's and, weird so then the dads arrive
0: yeah and they're like well they also say a fun line is like I, it's like i guess we're drinking before 11 um which is the fun like <laughs> with like our friends uh, a certain friend group of ours that were like you know spend the night at someone's apartments like visiting people and stuff we always have a rule like you we have to wait till at least like nine or ten
1: before we start drinking again so yeah. like good on
0: them for wearing an extra hour that's like
1: good nice honestly honestly yeah um yeah so, the, the, so the dads arrive and my question is so y'all don't think any of this is weird like you randomly get a letter from a girl that you had a fling a summer fling with 20 years ago and you're like okay sure i'll go to this random remote island in greece to like talk to her, okay. You meet two other guys that are going to the same place. You don't know why, but at no point do they indicate that they need to go to a different location, especially for Bill, because Bill is is the one sailing them there. And so I feel like at some point, Bill would have had to ask like, hey, where where should I drop you off? Like, where am I taking you? Like, where do you need to go? Well, when they,
0: when they were on the boat, they, they all know that they're going to the same wedding.
1: Yeah, n- n- I'm aware. But, like, I feel like they don't, it doesn't feel like they address the fact that, like, this is weird, right? And when they get there and they meet Sophie and she's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm her daughter, but she doesn't know that you're here. But, like, they were supposedly invited by the mom, like, by Donna in the letter. Because she said that she addressed the letter from her
0: mom. I'll explain it. Okay. 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 So we have three very different characters. Correct. We have Bill. Adventurer. This seems like a fun adventure. This seems like vibe. Let's pursue it. We Wild. see Michael. I'm in love with her and I've regretted this for the Michael? rest of my life. Uh, no, Carmichael. Sam.
1: Okay. Gotcha. I've, <laughs> regre-
0: like, <laughs> I've regretted this for the rest of my life. I don't care. I'm, you know, tunnel vision.
1: And mm, then we yeah, have... Harry's the one that doesn't make sense
0: And then me. we have Harry, an anxious gay man.
1: <laughs> why does that feel like enough said
0: <laughs> that's all the words i have to say about it the spoiler uh, I, I, gay. <laughs> I i
1: i have i have known uh at this point multiple anxious gay men in my life and it somehow works
0: yeah. <laughs> is Campbell um, homophobic maybe Internal maybe that's that's not true. Internalized homophobia is no joke, and Correct. all you mask for mask guys, think about that. Let you be you. Indeed. Learn to love yourself in all parts of you. But yeah, um, so I was about to say Amanda, Sophie. <laughs> um, right. They're like, okay, yeah, I can take you to your room, and they go through the legends of the hidden temple. Go past All <laughs> uh the blue barracudas, the best group. Um, shout out Yasmin. Um, and they wow. like end up in the goat house in an attic yep. with some sleeping bags and be like, This is where you'll be. You good? And,
1: and And at this point, they're like, This seems not correct.
0: Yeah, just but hiding then they just them. Just go away with it. Because she had <laughs> an idea, but she didn't follow through on the details of it.
1: She didn't, she didn't no planning and preparation for this. No.
0: Like, she wrote she a letter. She
1: literally just sent. She literally sent the letters Thrice. and said, well, it's in the God, it's in the universe's hands now. And she was like, I, was
0: like, I feel good about this.
1: <laughs> she was, she was happy with the decision she made. And I took that personally. Yeah. Um,
0: and like, oh my god, and like during this, like we do see like uh, Donna's friends talking to her and be like, Hey, but like, seriously, yeah. what's going on with you? Like, Are your needs being taken care of? Like, yeah, are you fucking?
1: And Meryl Meryl says, I'm sorry, Donna says, I don't even miss that part of my life. Can't relate.
0: Okay, Raven, we get it. You're (laughs) horny constantly. Don't my eyes look so good today?
1: Always, Campbell. Your eyes are beautiful. You know this. Cheers. Cheers.
0: So, you know, there's some stuff going on. Uh... Donna is like hearing stuff, some stuff in the goat house and Mm -hmm. it was just like, wait a second. And kind of like looks up, like peeks in and she sees the, you know, three suitors and like how they were. And they're just a bunch of punks and hippies.
1: (laughs) I I think it's, Interesting and a little weird when you see them do the like the 20-year look back and like Mm -hmm. see what they looked like to her like 20 years ago. And it's just like, oh, that's what you were into. Okay, Donna.
0: (laughs) Pretty great. And then we get into But also it
1: always feels weird. I always think it's funny when like movies and TV shows do this thing where they show a 30 year old actor or in some cases older but like a 30 year old actor
0: as like a teenager. as
1: their character would have looked as a teenager and it's just like the I best what you're going the for. best version
0: <laughs> of it is in how i met your mother with marshall where they're like yeah when i was in high school i was in like a barbershop quartet and just like have like t- actual teenagers and then yeah you have him just as himself just with like there. longer just hair as <laughs> as and like wearing a short sleeve shirt under a long sleeve shirt under a short sleeve shirt.
1: Yeah. Great. Wild. I always think it's uh, awkward Jason when they C. do it with like, girls and they just name. put them in pigtails and it's like, this feels weird.
0: <laughs> like, I don't feel right about this. I don't feel right about
1: this. <laughs> right about this. Um, okay. Yeah. So of course the mom, fi- of course Donna finds them immediately. Yeah.
0: And then we get into the titular song. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Which, my first note, oh, no, feelings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: this is really fun. And it's just like, here I go, mamma mia, here I go again. Mamma mia, how mm-hmm. could I forget? It's just like, you know, thinking about you're put back into a situation that is emotionally yeah. complicated. And it's real And one fun. that you thought
1: was long over. Yes. And also, yeah. fun
0: little... Uh, tidbit thing you see a poster of Donna and the Dynamos and the bar mm-hmm. they were playing at was Fernando's which is uh, an ABBA song
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah I thought that was fun and yeah, yeah been broken hearted since I let you go um, when she, yeah so she's when, but like my biggest problem with her dancing on that roof it looks like she's CGI when she's laying down on the roof
1: doesn't it a little bit
0: also, are the other people around ghosts? What do you mean? There's like... like the the, other
1: the, Like the villagers?
0: Yes, the, the townsfolk. Towns and yeah. when she's like, oh, it gets like, they're like below, she doesn't see them. And they're like, what's this mysterious wind? There's like people that's in the movie that's causing it. Are, yeah. Are you, are you, a, are these ghosts?
1: Well, see, okay, so this is actually, um, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but this is actually something I actually really liked about this movie. Um, to me, the townspeople make up a literal Greek chorus.
0: Raven, I love you so fucking much. <laughs> that is... So
1: for, for, for anyone Damn. who's not aware, <laughs> for Raven, anyone who's that's... not aware, um, and like, old, like ancient Greek like plays and trademarks, <laughs> in ancient Greek plays and tragedies um like like plays like by Socrates and stuff like that um there was always like a Greek so chorus which was usually which was usually meant to represent again just like the common people that weren't the main characters um and they would like deliver exposition or um just like uh, a perspective on what's happening in the story or just additional like Dialogue and like flavor to the story. And to me, that's what the townspeople are here, where like you see their reactions to the story, but they're sort of tangential and to me they're almost like a stand-in for the audience yeah especially because they're real shady like a lot of the, them so like much. they they are straight up giving her like sophie a side eye for like half the movie yeah and are <laughs> always just like there, there's what a is lot this? of them
0: but just to like run through the list and like call them out because they're mm-hmm. so great they're so funny so we have ricardo montez that plays Stavros. we have mia santerio that plays arena enzo squillian jr jr that plays Grigoris. dominic cooper oh we have Sky. Uh, Pepper comes in later. I'll talk about him. Chris Jarvis is Eddie. George Giorgio is Dimitri. Maria Lopiano is Ion. Uh, Juan Pablo de Paz is Petros. Nomar Atala is Irini. Mira McFaiden is Elena. Leone Hill is Ariana. Jane Fufas is Alpida. Um, yeah, that's the Greek course. Raven, that is uh, so astute of you. <laughs> well, well
1: done. You know what? thank you you're at the tops and i don't say that often you don't we well, say it to me a lot that's like the third time you said it to me
0: but like in an entire friendship
1: that's not a lot of times that's true how long have we been friends what year is it 2022 <laughs> we met in 2014 yeah we met my freshman year no. wild it's been six years that's crazy
0: no it's been eight years
1: what 14
0: what? plus eight is oh 22. yes uh but here's your chance to redeem yourself <laughs> what's what's nine plus ten
1: 21 you stupid <laughs> <laughs> love this i love
0: us well it's halftime sports fans um i don't i don't know why i said that anyway it's campbell from Boost Coles. uh i'd like to tell you all about mr holland's opus foundation this foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer our professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. Cheers. Cheers.
1: So then, yeah, she stands she on the falls of the in. house. She falls in. I don't love the imagery of the three of them looking down on her on a mattress, but you know what? It happened. Yeah.
0: And she was like, what are you doing here? Who's she? And they are like, yeah. They were told by Sophie not to say who invited them. Or like, yes, anything that's going on, and they're like, yeah. yeah.
1: This one
0: Greek lady said we could stay here, and she's like, you can. Also, what are you even doing here? And Harry's like, uh, I'm spontaneous.
1: <laughs> Which, like, Harry, hell yeah, sweetheart. Dude. No, you're not. Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> hell yeah, dude.
1: Harry is so adorable. I love him.
0: Um, Anchors away. It's good to see you. Let's leave.
1: Yeah. So then donna's like okay well this is weird and i am uncomfortable so i'm going to leave now um do they tell her do they tell her that they're that they're going to be at the wedding
0: i don't think at this point but she leaves confides she's like leaves it's like you know
1: and then goes talk to her girlfriend very
0: traumatic like three loves of her life that could be you know her daughter's the father, father of her coincidentally child. like coming here all together at once it's such an, a mindfuck fucking emotional attack that like her yeah. daughter like never sees which like this is people's yeah. villain villain origin stories <laughs> you know
1: this is this is how she became the witch and in into the woods
0: <laughs> this is how, yeah, how she became the witch into, into the woods and this is how um, Cosette lost the mother um, <laughs> damn that's bad <laughs> that's, that's bad Campbell um, but then we see uh, like Tanya at yeah, the bar so they're like getting drinks and we introduce to Pepper the bartender uh, Philip Michael uh, who's been in Fair City uh, multi-world he's a multi-world champion martial artist in Taekwondo Uh, and, uh, Shinikido and a belt holder in full contact kickboxing. I saw that and I had to call it out. Interesting. But also Pepper is like one of the like, you know, uh, bigger side characters. Um, Mm -hmm. Philip Michael. Also, he's super attractive. So
1: he's so hot.
0: And so like, he's trying to get with Tanya and I was, I wrote down at least Tanya isn't a cougar.
1: Oh, oh, gamble. She straight up blows him on the beach. No, no, but she doesn't. I disagree. Uh, we can continue. I, I think <laughs> I think that's
0: like the expectation that he was like, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get to, it. we'll get
1: So Donna runs away Crying. and runs into a room and like locks herself in there. And Tanya and Rosie are like, "Hey, girl, what's <laughs> How you? How are you doing? (laughs) And they start like very awkwardly singing to the door. Okay, I was like, "What song is this?" I literally wrote down, "What song is this?" Rosie like rolls her
0: eyes and like. Also, Danya is fully standing on Rosie while she's in the bathroom, and they're like such good friends. Um, and they're just like super sweet and like trying to you know hype their girl up. They Like, yeah. this is, like, not something they, like, haven't really seen before where, like, you have your friends down. It's like, you know what? We know what we need to do. And they start singing to her. And it's so funny because Rosie is just like, um, did, did, uh, just, like, kind of, like, singing to you. And then Tanya is just like, I'm performing, <laughs> which I think well, does so well to, like, each of their characters. Those, it like, makes a lot of sense. One's, like, really, like, down to earth and just be like, yeah, here's just how it is. I'm just, like, living myself, living my truth, just, like, vibing, just, like, being, just being me. And then Tanya's just extra. And I love it in every sense. I was like, good. Good on you for flexing those pipes.
1: Like, Christine Varansky just always brings everything to a role and it's beautiful and fantastic.
0: Yeah. And this um, is, like, just, it's such... Uh, it's sweet with just enough slapstick, this song. Yeah. Where they're just, yeah. you know, teenage girls again trying to cheer up their friend and, like, sing to her, dance, make her fool, uh, you know, dress up, just trying to, yeah. you know, l- lift her up.
1: Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so we're, like, in the room and they're all talking about, like... Or she's talking about like, oh my god, like this is what happened, like blah blah. Like, what do I do? And like, I'm just like freaking out. They're they're um, about to it, give her like...
0: drugs, and then they take them themselves. And she like seems rich. Yeah. She's like, I thought the pill was for me. I was like, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> <That> was weird. <laughs> I was just like, she's like, she has a pill, and then she's expected to like her friend to put it in her mouth for her. She like. Mm-hmm. It's this weird kind of, like, begging expectation to be fed, which I was very uncomfortable by.
1: But also, it did seem like they were they were bringing out the drugs to give to her and then just took them themselves. Which makes, and then didn't give her any.
0: Which is just really funny. And Rosie, <laughs> or I forget Rosie or Tanya, I forget who, I think it's Rosie that takes it and she's like, nope, this is for me. Yep. And I was like, good, you know who uh, you
1: are. And so then they're like, come on, girl. Like, we used to party. We used to have fun. Like, blah, blah, blah. And we get into the song Dancing Queen.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, at first, they, she, like, tells them what's going on. Yeah, I said that. I mean, but, like, they're saying, like, you know, the details, like, oh, they're at the old ghost house. It was, like, remember ah, Sam, yeah. the architect? Uh, Harry Headbanger? Um, they're like, let's go see. And they, like, go... To the goat house and see no one's there, which is funny because then you see Sophie and her friends hiding in the goat house. They were about to go up, but then they're hiding from them. I was just like, this just seems like a lot of work. And aren't you getting married tomorrow? Like this is like, yeah, this is what because
1: also we've established that they still need to. We've established that they still need to finish the bridesmaids' dresses. And I'm just like I feel like there are more important things, and decorating the hotel. I'm just like I just feel like there are more important things for you to be dedicating your time. And to Also, the day fixing your the giant crack in the ground, which they they just aren't concerned by.
0: Do by you the think the movie. <laughs> at this point in the movie that it's like the day before the wedding? Do you think Donna has been like was like waiting for Sophie to like ask her to walk her down the aisle, or has thought about it, or like what what do you think? Because I. There's, like... Oh, yeah, we're having a more traditional wedding. So we think about traditional wedding things. Like, I mean, some things do come to mind. Do you think Donna, like, thinks about that?
1: I think probably because she seemed... um, She seemed surprised when Sophie asked her. But not the type of surprise that's, like, shock. Of, like, oh, my God, like, I never even considered that but more the type of like oh i didn't think you would ask me you know um so i i think i think probably like i think i think yeah that makes that makes sense that she would want that for because she's she's been her daughter's only parent her entire life and as far as she knows like as far as she knows yes sophie has probably been curious about her father but she had no clue that sophie would go to the lengths of like inviting three random men that could potentially be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think probably, and I think it was probably like a, a really pleasant surprise when she asked her.
0: Do you think, okay. I have some notes right after and how, can you help me make sense of it? I say I some hideous trick of fate. Cool with it. In quotes, this would be a bombshell. Don't you sound like your mother Catholic guilt. Do they like, does it look like they're leaving and Sophie convinces them to stay first? Is that what that is?
1: No. That is when she's telling her friends about the situation and she's talking about, like, because she says, uh, and she's freaking out about all of this. She's like, oh, um, I basically got myself in this situation by being a slut is what she oh, calls herself. Oh, gotcha. And, she's and talking then Christine Francis is her like, you mother. sound just like your mother. Yes, yeah, which is so like okay. Mother. That's
0: what I want to bring up because it's so funny. Because immediately after we were like set to record this like a certain day, uh, that didn't work out. A lot of scheduling conflicts, and then immediately afterwards, I, I mean, after Raven and I finished our pictures of sangria and like I oh, don't know other substances yep. were involved, um, I did eventually watch Mamma Mia two, um, oh, which okay. I was heavily under the influence but Donna's Don't mom Don't you meet her mother? Yes. Yeah. Is played by Cher. I She's
1: heard that. She's only a few
0: years older than Meryl Streep but now that I like and I knew that fact beforehand I think it's like now you just sound like your mother and like describing like you know Donna's mom like not accepting her and stuff like that I was just like Cher would mm-hmm. never. <laughs> was the thought that I had. true. Cher yes. would never. Yep. But Dancing Queen let's Fucking party girl.
1: Yeah, so dancing queen, like I, this is this is cool. So like, yeah, so they're great song. Um, great song. Getting getting all hyped. They're just like, oh yeah, you remember back when we were in our twenties and we used to go fucking hard in the club and.
0: When fireball did they, make us want to vomit.
1: I love fireball. Speak for yourself. Um, but yeah like I I don't know this this scene has it has a lot of energy which like it has to it's dan- it's dancing and this queen, song is you know like, like I mean? so powerful. Yeah. Um and yeah so they're like they're all dancing they're like oh yeah like remember we used to have fun get back out there and then all like going through the streets and, like all the women of like the town and stuff like that are, they're like, like oh dropping are we their jamming? Shit and joining in? Like, oh, are we doing this? Are let's we, fucking like, do it this. Was like,
0: fuck the patriarchy. We're like, let's <laughs> let's fucking go.
1: And it's just like a citywide party, yeah. and I love that for them.
0: I know it was so much fun. And then um, Donna's like, "Fuck you, Tanya. Fuck you, Rosie." And just like it
1: shoves ch- them in the lake. This fully is Sparta,
0: uh, which is fun because <laughs> they're in Greece um, into the water. <laughs> And they have a swim party. And then, oh, at this point, Sophie's like, don't leave, and swims to their boat, the dad's boats,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, to like, she convince there, them yeah. to
0: stay. And then you see, like, Harry took, like, the mom's guitar. He's like, actually, this is my guitar? I'm taking something back.
1: Yeah. And we get to and the
0: song Our Last Summer. Which... Yeah,
1: so th- I, I think this is actually really sweet because, like, they end up basically spending, like, half the day together. Um, and she gets to actually talk to each one of them about their individual relationship with her mother. Um, and they, like, they show her pictures that they had of them. And she's, like, learn about each of the three of them as individuals, which yeah. I think is just really, really yeah. sweet. Because, like, cause something that, that confused me at first was, like, okay, so you're inviting... Three men, okay. Three strangers. Here's the thing that, the thing that always confused me. You were inviting three men, only one of which is your father. Like, any of them could be, but What's only the one of What's the plan for is. the fallout? Yes, because in her mind, so let's think about this from Sophie's perspective. Sophie, at the beginning of the movie, says that she believes that, for better or worse, she believes she will know her father when she sees him. So she invites all three men with the, under, with the belief that once they get there and she interacts with them and gets to know them, she will know who her father is. So one, what are you going to do with the other two men after that?
0: Raven, that's not a especially,
1: problem. Especially after Raven, it's her sent-
0: big day. <laughs> it's not her problem. We live then, in a society. I think she's the Joker.
1: And then, and then also, here's the thing. The whole okay, so we can talk about the tradition of a father giving away the bride as like archaic and patriarchal and misogynistic. Mm-hmm. That's its own property. Thing. That's a whole other property discussion. of
0: women. The the but, roots of marriage being in you know ownership of women.
1: Yeah, you know whatever. Uh, but, you know whatever. That's that's, that's that's not the point right now. <laughs> the point I want to make is that in theory, for regardless of how you feel about the nature of the tradition for a lot of women for a lot of young women the importance of that tradition is in the fact that ostensibly or hopefully you have had a positive relationship with your father he's been a huge influence on you growing up and now like you're you're getting married and it's like Like, even if you're, you know, your own woman, like, living independently as, you know, just out in the world and stuff like that, independent of your parents, it's still, like, it's still a heartfelt moment to have your father give you away, but it's heartfelt because he's your father. Like, you've grown up with him, and he's been a major influence on your life, and now, like, he will now no longer be the primary man in your life that will now be your husband. But, like, here's my thing. You don't know this man, Sophie. (laughs) I'm sorry to this man,
0: (laughs) baby. That's Kiki
1: Palmer. (laughs) Like, did you really expect to meet him on Thursday and have him give you away on Friday and have that? Like, I just
0: literally—it's the day before her wedding. (laughs)
1: Literally, the day before. That's like Like, that. That,
0: Raven. (laughs) It's like you're like. Did she think that's her exact plan?
1: That's her exact
0: that, that's point, like, Though no further thought, like that's it, summed up. That's oh my that's gosh. that's all the details of it.
1: <laughs> no further thought required. No. <laughs> yeah, I rest so, my case.
0: <laughs> it's but this is a sweet song. Like we learned, like you know, yeah, kind this of this is a really sweet how the, song. the different men like met Donna and their experience. Like Harry, yeah. they met in Paris, and they like she he like left like to go to Greece with her. It's just really sweet spending time with each of them they like all brought like pictures of them old their old selves which is real real fun Um, and they're like hey I I promise to be at your wedding they have formed a relationship with the bride (laughs) the person who actually invited them they're like hey for some reason they're like you know what I'll do this for you person that has lied to me and lured me to an island Analogous to a siren's call and tricked me, emotionally possibly hurt me, put me in a vulnerable place. But you know what? I'm already here. Disrupted my life. I might as well go to a wedding for you, stranger, who I've spent six hours with.
1: And here's... Very
0: easygoing guys.
1: A couple I see how they're good for Donna. I don't... So, I, I, I want to clarify because I don't think at this point in the movie, I don't think she's told them one of you is my father. Yet. Nope. She is not. Yes, that's, that's correct. The okay. him so, yes. So, here's my thing. Each of these three men, okay, you've been, again, let's frame this, right? So, 20 years ago, wow. you had an approximately month long, maybe a couple weeks long, summer fling with uh, a girl that you met on an island in Greece. Cool. You live your life. 20 years later, you get a random invitation to a wedding from said woman, set back also in Greece. And you're like, "Okay, for whatever reason, you know, different people have their different reasons, for whatever reason, you're like, you know what? Fine. Let's let's go do this. Like, like maybe we can get closure, maybe we can like reunite, whatever. We go." You get there, a totally random girl who is like, "Oh yeah, like Donna's my mother, and she told me about you, so like I reached out to you. Don't tell her that I invited you. But also, this is my wedding. Here. You're going to sleep in the goat house. But also, this is my together. wedding together. This is my wedding. I'm the daughter of the woman. I'm 20 years old. I'm she the didn't say she of the was 20. Woman you slept they with. don't know her okay, age. But look at her. But look at they her. Don't know.
0: Raven. Raven."
1: Okay, but well here's my They're, no, they're preoccupied. Okay, but legitimately, though, maybe Campbell, maybe, legitimately,
0: maybe they don't want to like you know reduce women down to their age. Raven, Campbell. I know you Campbell. hate women, Campbell. but <laughs> like what? Like maybe they're like, hey, Campbell, it's not about her. Campbell, <laughs> Campbell, yeah.
1: You had a fling with a woman twenty years ago, yeah. a young woman who is obviously who admits to meeting this woman's daughter. Who, like yeah you don't know her exact age but she's about 20 she's in her men 20s men are the stupid what do you want you- me to did- say Raymond. donna didn't have a kid when you met her so like this girl's at least 18 I don't right know why are like- you
0: yelling at me <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway none of them think this is weird like they're all just talking about like yeah this was my relationship with your mother you don't know what like none and it doesn't occur to any of them like hey who's your dad <laughs> Who's, We're like where's he? Yeah, uh,
0: to quote <laughs> maybe one on of the worst movies of all time, <laughs> Master of Disguise, Who's Your Daddy? Oh my gosh. So now at this point, she like gets back to the beach and she like sees Sky like the like the, the men will promise to be at the wedding. Um and we learn that it's the stag night and hen night. So like bachelor bachelorette parties yep. basically. Um, and she sees Sky, and we a get...
1: stag do and a hindu, I think is what they call them in in Europeans, at least British people do. Uh,
0: well, this is they're American slash Greek, so yeah. Let's let's <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, and we get to the song "Lay All Your Love on Me," um, where we see like Sky. We just and... like
1: red flags the song, but that's. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think that's, like, they're trying to be really sweet with this. They're just like, we're solid, but the song doesn't exactly fit
1: that message,
0: so... Yeah, well,
1: because the song wasn't written for the story. <laughs> yes,
0: and so... Oh, my God. Um, so they're be- going to have sex on the beach, and then Sky gets kidnapped by throngs of men who are... Um campy and flamboyant
1: (laughs) what do you think of the
0: choreography of this song
1: raven i'll be completely honest when i first watched the movie i hated the song and the scene it was my least favorite Mm -hmm. song Mm -hmm. in the movie watching it this time i liked it a lot more um but i like almost intentionally slash unintentionally didn't watch the scene
0: like <laughs> what the fuck were you doing
1: like i was listening to the i song take this like...
0: seriously raven and i would really appreciate it if you did too because we put a lot of work and effort into this podcast and i would like you to respect my time
1: shut the fuck up so <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching it and it got to this song and I was like oh yeah I like this song like oh I actually like this a lot more and then I just kind of started like I got past the first verse when he was like oh I wasn't jealous before we met uh now every guy that I see is a potential threat which is like mm, dang red flag uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um and like I used to say <sighs> this movie as well like I, get, I got past the first verse and I was just like okay this is good i'm enjoying this I'm, I'm i'm vibing um and then i just i don't know what happened i just looked away for the entire rest of the song i think dominic cooper got, does a good job until they got song. until they got to the bit of all of them like tea posing on the the dock
0: uh they're in jojo's bizarre adventure that's they're just at,
1: at, at which point i wrote what a bunch of absolute chads. And that, that was my last note for <laughs> the <song>. That's
0: perfect. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, they kidnapped him. And now they're just like, you know, flip-flopping down the pier. Then all of a sudden, Sky but, has a jet
1: ski. The thing. That's something that confused me. Like, how, much time has, how much time has they passed? They came up in like a rowboat. But then they were all flying around on jet skis. It's like, one, where did the jet skis come from? Two, didn't you come here on a boat? Like, <laughs> what happened to the boat? Look, I just...
0: I was I worked out where did he get that? Anyway, then we like see the like the hen night and yeah. the girls are having way more fun. They're ladies, no gentlemen, the world's first girl power band, Donna and the Dynamos. And honestly, Raven, I don't think uh like the power and the awe that is exuded by these women i haven't seen a movie recently that has matched that that's fair that's fair so the hen knight seems fun so we get into super trooper um and i really like how it's not great at first it's not they're just like But then it gets good yeah then it gets really good when the you know the background music comes
1: i like that because it feels more like it feels a little realistic and that it feels like More when you organic. go to a karaoke, a karaoke night and like there's a couple of people up there and they're just like really going at it but like it's still like at first it's still karaoke but then like maybe oh. the song or maybe just the energy of the bar like it gets really hype and you're like oh yeah no we're here for this like this is actually really good now but like it's still karaoke you know
0: raven what's your go-to yes. karaoke song
1: I've only done karaoke once, but, if, but when I did it, I did ideal, Say My Name, okay, and I crushed it.
0: Of course you did, but what's your ideal karaoke song? Like, that was your first experience. It was like, oh, let me do something maybe I'm more familiar with, something like that. But, like, mm-hmm. the concept of karaoke, what do you think is the song that would be like, I'm doing this?
1: Honestly, I think Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston.
0: Raven, you are an icon. that's all i have to say
1: and i low-key feel like i would crush it
0: no no i know you would what about you 1985 by bowling for soon
1: that is that is correct you've said that before uh, you would similarly
0: crush it jenny just hit the wall which is a i would start it better than that but it's just i i got i got it
1: uh super trooper i really like this song it's just fun um i love my favorite
0: part of this song Is when they're doing the choreo, like Donna sees the three men there and they do like different choreos. She like swings her friends around one by one to like Mm -hmm. show them what's going on very subtly is my favorite moment of the scene. Like all the women are like going crazy because they're doing great and they look fantastic. And they just be like, hey, here are the guys. I'm letting my I'm letting my gals like know like the situation. Yeah. Help me. And they're just like, <laughs> we got it. We got and, it. And we got again, it. We're like, here for you.
1: And once again, like, you just... They're, everyone's just having fun. Like, you can just tell they're having fun up there and, like, the party. And, like, I love how they, they do kind of use the moment to, like, connect with, like... Uh, for, like, Donna and Sophie to, like, connect a little bit. And it's just... I
0: don't know. It's just, it's just all around cute and fun. And with, like, all the faults I have for this movie, of which there are many... Like, that, like, undercurrent of, like, everyone's just having a fun time, like, really grounds me. It makes me have a fun time. Because it's palpable. Um, So, yeah, we get to gimme, 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 parentheses, A yep. Man After Midnight. And so they, like, see the men here. And Rosie's like, hen party, women only. Like, get the fuck away from my friend. Yeah. And they, like, won't leave or they're doing their own thing. And then all the... They're um characters hens. names are hens. Yep. Assault these men.
1: I I literally wrote down I'm pretty sure this is multiple forms of assault. This is assault. <laughs> I was just like it. This is this They're like is not fully, good. like groping these men.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh Sam, this is real good Oh, no, that was something else. I thought it was about the situation. Some of them sneak away. Like, Sam sneaks away and, like, finds Sophie and is, like, talking. And they, like, talk about, because they, like, were sketching, drawing together. And she was, and he, like, hey, this is really good. You should, like, pursue this. But they're assaulting them. Sorry, my thoughts going back and forth. Yeah, I got you. My thoughts are very pendulous. Love that. Same. Actually, I don't. It plagues me. Um, but I think it's really funny. Like, gimme, 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 a man after midnight. In the context of what they're physically doing and tying men down into trees and stuff like that, <laughs> makes it so much worse. Oh yes. Rosie's like women, like women only, and the women is like, okay, but like, we will. You want to fuck the, these these. <laughs> These men, the these Zaddies, will be. We will. They will be our captives. I would consider them captives in this situation.
1: <laughs> Correct, prisoners of war.
0: So okay, so Sam's like talking to <laughs> Sophie. Was like, oh yeah, the movie. It's like, like, oh, you're really good at this drawing and stuff. It's like. You could, like, pursue this. And it's like, oh, what's your dream? Is this what you want to do? And she was like, no, we're going to run the hotel with my mom because she can't do it on her own. She thinks yeah. so little of her mother.
1: Yeah, but also, okay, I didn't, I I didn't perceive that like, that way because because her mother has recently expressed frustrations with the 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 operations and logistics of running the hotel you know what i mean i didn't no. perceive it as oh my mom was job. incompetent i perceived this like she's been doing this for 15 years and she doesn't want to do it but I, I
0: do feel like it's a savior complex thing that she's got going on
1: oh that's fair especially with the whole like i'm gonna find my own father because <laughs> you couldn't
0: Ah, <laughs> villain um
1: also like i know it's the 90s but like dna tests exist
0: yeah but like sophie's like what am i doing here um and then we see we like go back to like you know the dynamos together and tanya's like get me out of these boots um and then like rosie and tanya's like hey we're gonna like take them out we're gonna separate them we're gonna interrogate we're going to like figure out this mess and like try to figure out like why they're here like you know maybe like who's the father like you know they're they're your daughter your life is getting married. We will take care of this. This is just a distraction. This is not what this is for. Is what everyone else thinks. <laughs> Spoiler: This is exactly what this is for. This is exactly is what this is for. Um, and they're like, "Hey, we got this. You got more important things to worry about. Let like, you know what? We got it. We trust yeah. us. Great friends. Great, great friends.
1: Fantastic.
0: Um, and then Harry's like running away. And then, like, Sophie, like, does admit, like, I don't know who my father is. Um, and talk and talking to Sam's, like, yeah, my great aunt Sophia left, like, my mom, like, the hotel and stuff like that. And it's just, like, wait. My great, well, no, this woman Sophia, who I'm he... named after, and it's Sam's great aunt Sophia. It's like, left, yeah. it's, like, left money to Donna? How old are you? No,
1: no, 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 no. no. I thought that was Bill's. No. Oh, is it Bill's? It's it's Bill's great aunt cuz he was like oh it was he was like I just f- heard it was left to uh, family and that's when he looks right. at her i he's confused like, I'm as
0: confused then, as Donna in this situation.
1: Cuz then my next note is leave it to Bill to be the only one to even think to ask her age. Yeah, cuz then how he looks at her and he's you? like how old are you? And she's like uh
0: <laughs> 20 years old. Yeah. Um and then and he's she's like, like, Wait like a and, second. and Sophie's just like are you my dad? And he was like, "Yes, I am."
1: <laughs> very presumptive.
0: Very, very.
1: There are two other men here.
0: And he was like, "Can I give you away?" And he was, she was like, "Yes, yes, yes." Um. And then we see the men, the stags, um, mm-hmm. storming the capital. Never forget. Which,
1: okay, I, I, a quick, 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 quick question for <laughs> European slash specifically British people. Um, why stags and hens those are different species
0: Raven that is a great question that I've never <laughs> even considered.
1: like stags and does, okay, or like hens and and roosters, I guess I don't know if there's another species I know like for example, cow, the terms cow and bull refer both to bovine creatures and to elephants. Um, like a female elephant is also a cow and a, and a male elephant is a bull. But like, I don't know if the term hen refers to any other species besides chickens.
0: Okay. So this is a question posed on mychocolate.co.uk.
1: Don't like that. Okay. Uh,
0: why is a hen party called a hen party and a stag do a stag do?
1: yeah yeah stag do that's what they call it
0: (laughs) do they they do
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's weird i don't know (laughs)
0: she do um okay so here's a what the fuck this is a common misconception is that the terms hen and stag both originate from simple social stereotypes in fact it's more likely that the word hen hasn't always been female chicken in Middle English, hen could mean the female of any bird, and so a hen party was a party oh. exclusively for ladies. Similarly, but going back even further, is the stag party, and you've guessed it. Originally, stag could mean the male of any animal, not just a male deal, deer, and so a stag party is one exclusively for gents.
1: Interesting. So okay. it turns
0: out hen's parties are in creation of modern society, they actually go pretty far back. Um, so where did the terms... Apparently, go back to the Tudor times. Just imagine how busy Henry VIII must have been with invites is something they write, which is terrible.
1: Are they, wait, do they mean because he got married six times? He murdered like half of his wives. What? This,
0: this article <laughs> is wild. Also, why is it wait, called My Chocolate?
1: Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. He only murdered two of his wives.
0: Yeah, I don't know why you said six. You look, I said half. You said you look so dumb
1: shut up
0: i knew it was three <laughs> um oh my gosh the men Vou are starting vu. vu everyone is pairing up Vou sam is just like how long have you known um like figure like puts the pieces together he's just like wait how long have you known that i'm your father
1: And she's like oh yikes y'all are figuring it out now <laughs>
0: and then like harry does too and I write, Sophie, no. She has
1: told all these men that they can walk her down the aisle. Yep. And I, I wrote down, now she's got three drunk dads, what more could a girl wish for? <sighs> <laughs> I also said, way to not take responsibility for the situation you created. <laughs> and then, like, what's everyone drinking?
0: BF says. And, like, Everyone's just losing their minds. The Um, ground shouldn't be pulsating.
1: Okay, but can we talk about what a fucking bop this song is?
0: Oh, Voulez-vous is, like, great.
1: I really want to know how long this, like, scene slash, like, sequence, I guess, within the film. Because the movie goes directly from Super Trooper to Gimme 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 to Voulez-vous. Like, back to back to back. And, I mean, I'm sure this was filmed, like, probably over multiple... Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure this was filmed probably over multiple days, if not maybe a couple weeks or something. I don't. But they really had to with film the schedules but work.
0: But they like filmed it like in greet. Like they had to get the yeah the you know the different like the sunlight. Those times like it's like oh the sun setting. We have to do it at this time right now. Like
1: yeah, yeah, and like this is it's this song in particular. voulez Vu, to me is just like this is a full party and like there's so much energy and like the entire crowd is like dancing and it's just like i really like this is probably one of my favorite like at least musical scenes in the movie just from like the energy of it yeah. i just really really love this scene yeah it's infectious yeah. i i do like the yeah. energy
0: of this song um and then yeah. you see that sophie's overwhelmed and she fades, faints, faints and she deed. Uh, she doesn't die. <laughs> but we do learn that, like, Donna and Sophie are the same person. Like, they are way too oh, similar fast. for anyone's good. And then we see the next day that, oh, yeah, Sophie and Donna get in a fight because, um. well, there's other stuff that happens first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, Rosie is like, oh, I'm going to go, like, take Harry out or Bill or someone out um, and, like, you know, figure out this whole mess. And, like, Harry and Bill are talking and be like... Hey, yeah, like, I have, like, a secret. I haven't really told anyone here. And Bill's, like, say no more.
1: But this, yeah. And this... This is really funny. It's
0: really funny because Bill, like, in his mind, is just, like, you're gay. And then, like, the audience is led to believe that's not what Harry's talking about. But, like, that is what Harry's talking about.
1: See, I was under the impression that one of them was talking about Harry being gay the other one was talking about
0: I'm Sophie's one father. of
1: the, about about them being Sophie's father. And it, it almost also doesn't matter which to one is. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it almost doesn't matter which one is which, because it's just funny either way. I think it's almost funnier if Bill is talking about Harry being gay and Harry's talking about him being Sophie's father. <laughs> no,
0: but I no, that's why I thought it was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um so then Rosie like pops in and then you see Donna and Sophie, like, you know, hung over or whatever. And Donna's like, tell me what's wrong. What's going on with you? There's something going on. And she's, like, saying, like, she's not sure about a lot of things. And, like, Donna's, like, being a supportive mom, be like, hey. There's Go still time. Like, if you're having yeah. doubts, you don't have to get married. You can because
1: wait. Because Donna... Donna still doesn't know that Sophie isn't is even knows that these men to, are here, let alone what her potential relationship to She doesn't to one of them know that
0: her daughter is perpetrating the most
1: emotionally crime? complicated moment that.
0: of her life. Yeah, it's not... I wouldn't yeah. consider it a hate crime. I would consider it more as a um, unintentional, for whatever reason... Emotional war zone.
1: (laughs) Facts. So in Donna's mind, she's like, hey... She's trying to help her daughter, so she's like, hey, you're obviously in some form of distress, like, I want to talk about it, like, if this is related to, like, you know, you getting married, which, like, in her mind, obviously, because it's the day of the wedding, so, like, if you're, you know, if you're nervous, if you're worried, like, it's okay, like, if you want to take a step back, if you want to pause, if you want to call the whole thing off, like, that's okay, like, that's fine, I'm here for you, and And Sophie's just like, no, mom, you're so stupid.
0: (laughs) She she sucks, (laughs) Um, but Amanda Seyfried did, like, a really good job, like, acting as her. Um, and she was like, no, wait, do you think I shouldn't marry to Skye? And uh, she was like, wait, no, no, I thought that's what you were talking. Like, I felt really bad for Donna. It was just like, this is like yeah. what everything's alluding to. She's just
1: trying to be a supportive mom. Yeah,
0: exactly. She's doing her best as a single mother. Ugh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I keep on saying I want to say like fuck you Amanda but that's not what I mean. I and yeah. And Sophie keeps on just like I just don't want my children not knowing who their dad is. Subtext. Which you dumb slut.
1: That it's bad. which was it just pisses an me unnecessary off. jab at Donna. Yeah. Because
0: you're the one that brought them here. Yeah. You're the one that invaded your mother's privacy.
1: Cuz my my thing is like and and again and again like I've never I've never experienced growing up with only one parent or not knowing like who one of your parents is so I can't imagine like I I don't truly know what that experience must be like but at the same time people have lives people make choices like people like things happen in people's lives and Donna you know, she had an experience and like yeah she was living her life like she was a young girl she was like she fell in love it didn't work out. And then she was like, you know what? I'm young, I'm gonna live my best life. She happened to get pregnant. That sometimes happens when you have sex. And so she was like, you know what? I'm gonna take oh, care of this. I'm gonna be a, a, <laughs> a boss ass bitch. I'm gonna take care of this hotel. I'm gonna raise my daughter by myself. And she did it and she's awesome. And now she's being vilified by her daughter for not having grown up like with her father. And it's just like, but that's not the point. Like the point is that your mother has loved you and taken care of you your entire life.
0: My problem with Sophie is it's very clear. She's like I'm I'm an adult. I'm, I'm like I'm old enough to get married, but she's not grown enough to see her mother as a person and not just her yeah. mother.
1: Oh to and even conceptualize the way her actions are affecting other people because it's not problem. No, it's her not money. her like problem. Sky Sky it's is not her also problem. like everything, everything it will be this?
0: the perfect fix. Everything's going to work out. Because this is a genius plan.
1: that She's put zero thought into. She's dumb Clearly. As shit.
0: So. And like Sky.
1: here's my thing. Sky doesn't even want the wedding. So this is purely for Sophie. Like yeah. all of this. Which everyone in her life
0: her. is just doing, is trying to support her the best way they can. And doing everything she says. And she's going behind yep. everyone's back for an ulterior motive. It's yep. like, you're putting so much work into this. But you know what? I'm not going to let you in what this is actually about. And yep. to a point point in making you in like a horrible situation. And how dare you make that about you? How dare you be in an uncomfortable position that I put you in and feel bad about it while you're tr- still trying to support me and not going, knowing what I'm truly going through because I won't tell you.
1: Yep. You know what Campbell at the beginning of this episode I didn't disagree with you when you said that Sophie was the villain, but I wasn't quite there yet. But you know what? I'm there. She's the villain.
0: She's the villain of (laughs) this movie. I didn't think this movie had a villain,
1: but the villain is Sophie. Because there's
0: like a lot of musicals we've like done and we're like, oh, she's not the villain. She's the antagonist. Like it's unfair standard. She is the villain. Sophie's
1: fully the villain. She's
0: (laughs) the villain. The next Disney villain is She
1: makes only bad decisions until the very end of the movie. Yeah.
0: So I think. She's
1: sort of of a Cusco's. Cusco,
0: couscous, couscous is what you were <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> it's the what fruit. I almost said. <laughs> couscous. Of couscous, uh,
1: and with that, yeah, so they, they we write, will be getting another yeah.
0: drink. My glasses. Like, Cheers.
1: <laughs> Cheers.
0: So at this point, S-O-S. we see Sophie, not Sophie, Donna. We see Donna seeing Sam, saying he's like, "I it's like oh." I see you kept my bagpipes trying to help Donna understand that like Sophie's just kind of like what's the word
1: a bitch no
0: <laughs> no it's like what the uh, I had a good word for it and I forgot it because I've been drinking and I'm not good with words which is great <laughs> for a podcast where we drink a lot but it's like she... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like she attaches herself. It's like... What's the word for the like, attachment for astronauts in space? Tether? She tethers herself to the hotel. Where that might mm. not be her dream, she's she's trying to ex- he's yes. Sam is trying to explain to Donna that Sophie is tethering herself to Donna's life, Raven, yes, like she's, I love she's, you she's, thank you for helping me in my yeah. moment of weakness. It's few and yeah. far between, but thank you, regardless.
1: <laughs> you're correct. you're fantastic, Campbell um, so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's yeah, Sophie Sophie's basically saying like even even her quote unquote dream of like staying here and like helping her mother run the hotel is like, that's not necessarily what Sophie truly wants, but it's what she thinks she should do to support her mother. Which I will say, like, that is that is admirable of her, that she's, like, she's theoretically willing to put her actual desires aside or her actual, like... And sort of the desires of her husband who wants to, like, leave and travel the world and not live here. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, willing to sort of, like, put that aside and put her... Yeah priorities aside to support her mother and make sure that she's able to live the life that she wants, you know? Yeah,
0: and then they start talking about their relationship. We can get to the song S.O.S. And in this song, this is where I do wish... um How should I put it? I wish their voices were more balanced. Oh, agreed. And this th- this also... song is very... No. Oh, no, go on.
1: No, 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 no. I, I have a separate thought. I, I
0: think I this song... I It's also a separate thought. But I think this song is very much like they are saying like what happened to our love like this is happening this is what's going on and they're both singing kind of like at each other but neither mm-hmm. of them are hearing what the other person's saying
1: agreed i
0: they aren't hearing each other i
1: don't i don't know if this is a hot take or not
0: Ooh, hot take! I don't... Hot take alert, listeners!
1: <laughs> hot take alert from Raven Alexander Smith. <laughs> Continue. I don't B-Z. think this is the song that should be here in the story. Elaborate. I think. What Do you have emotion... a song that you yes. would suggest? Oh, Raven, you can't. Be it's prepared. it's it's one that's later Shh, in the movie. Don't care. I, I didn't. Don't I did not care. Okay. <laughs> I think emotionally and just from a character development standpoint, I actually think it would make more sense for the winner takes it all to be here. Because here Donna so Donna is at a very rough spot with, with Sophie. Like she just had this fight with Sophie. Um, she's very emotional. She's still trying to figure out one, what the fuck these men are doing here, still coping with that. She's still getting over the trauma, like the emotional trauma of of the uh, the way her relationship with Sam ended and like she she was fully in love with him. Like we very much get the sense in this movie that her sort of entanglements with Sam or with Bill and Harry were sort of just like they were truly just flings. She was just having fun. She liked them and they're great guys but like they were never like the one or anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, but Sam kind of was and then he left her and she found out that he was engaged and all this other stuff and... I think at this moment in the story when our characters are sort of at their most emotional and most volatile a little bit. Um, and Donna is still trying to process all of this, and now Sam confronts her and it's like, Hey, your daughter is doing all this stuff to like try to help you and blah 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 and you need to be supportive of her and also, by the way, I still love you and like we should do this and also like I think it just and- To Donna, it's just like,
0: you're invading my, he's like, you're invading, you, one, were with someone else while we were together, we were in love, left me, and I, why
1: the Like, now this is the life that I have because of Why the fuck
0: are you here and telling me how to raise my daughter? Who gives you the right? Who, like,
1: who, who are
0: you during this time to put how I should be raising my daughter who I've raised on my own? Like, what are you doing?
1: And and to me, S.O.S. is more a song about, like, S.O.S. is more a song of, like, it's more like a serendipity type of song of like oh we like love each other or we're meant to be together but we haven't quite found the right time yet but that's not what's happening in the no. story between them like the, the story they had between the them. right time and Sam fucking ruined it the, like- the,
0: the, the story between them this, right now when he's just like the audacity of him it's like that one meme is like call 911 but not for me that's the SOS <laughs> that's going on right now and that he needs to watch his fucking days like how like what the fuck he's like i love you but i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna mansplain to you how you should should have raised your daughter these past 20 years when i left you
1: yeah for woman i didn't tell you i was already engaged to yes before
0: and like yes he did come back he broke it off came back immediately and saw with her with another guy that i don't care about because he left her personal life is none of your business. It's She can do whatever she wants.
1: Yeah. And I, I still don't know whether I... I think in theory, I do respect him for seeing that she was with another guy and like leaving it alone. Mm-hmm. But I also don't respect him for all of the decisions he made prior to that one.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Whatever. We're moving past this song. Yeah, moving we on. see <laughs> Tanya and Harry together and uh Mm. harry's just like oh question what would the father of the bride typically do and tanya's like i don't know (laughs) pay and he just like (laughs) leaves the boat and just like goes storms off um and then tanya flaunts what she got (laughs) she inspires women she commands the room the room being the entire beach and we get into the, the song Does Your Mother Know? Because Pepper cannot get enough of Tanya. They may have had a a, a moment in the boudoir together, the night of the Perhaps, head and stack perchance. parties. And Tanya's just like hey, something happened, but like your you're, <laughs> you're you're too young for me. This is not gonna happen. Does your mother know? Yeah. Uh like she's like, I can dance I can flirt. And then I wrote down... Tanya! Which she's saying you're too young to me. And were like... Led to believe I thought that she was performing oral sex. That everyone was just watching. I think he was just... Pepper was just so in his head. That like... as She like fully took his bathing suit off. And like... May have like touched certain parts. But I didn't think she blew him. Instead... It is revealed that she made him a diaper out of a towel to illustrate that he is a child. Is what I thought happened.
1: Fair. Interesting. Okay. Well, I uh, thought was a power saw, play. All I saw was she descended out of frame. Yes. Her hand was on his chest and he started smiling. And I was like, um
0: And okay. I think that was it was definitely intentional. But
1: yeah, it was it was definitely an intentional framing to be that. But like, I I also I don't think that's legitimately what happened. But they for sure like were like, this is kind of what's happening, you know.
0: And then she like, makes all the men swoon. Everyone's like laughing at Pepper and stuff. Icon. She's just an icon.
1: Christine Baranski is amazing.
0: Um, and then she says the line, "Yo, girls, we done good," which. I think we <laughs> should, I think like we've, Raven, you and I have talked about, we're definitely going to get matching tattoos and we think it's going to be like sheet music for this one song that's really important to us. Like I'll have the treble part, you'll have the bass part. Would you consider us tattooing yo girls, we done good hyphen Tanya, AKA Christine Baranski instead?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's the wrong answer. And this is going to be. Spoiler- and the right one. And the right one. no don't that's an answer um so then we see Harry uh like soaking wet um and like goes up to Donna's like hey like you've like done so much for your daughter and like you've done it on your own I just want to make a small contribution to the wedding cause like you know like I've like got to know her like she's important to me you're important to me obviously hands her a check which she almost faints about um, and she was like, I can't accept this. And he was like, you're going to have to catch me and runs off, which I think is the funniest fucking thing.
1: <laughs> I love that. At so this point,
0: much. does Donna not think he's doing this because he thinks she's, he's her father? Like, she doesn't question I... this.
1: No, 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 no. I don't think...
0: It doesn't seem she really questions that she's just like. I think she. Yeah. No, no. no. I I think she
1: is very, at least aware of the potential that he could be Sophie's father and that he could know that. Okay. Um, but I see it more as like. I see it almost more of like a pride thing of like, "fuck you," I don't need your money.
0: No, no, I do get that. I wasn't sure if the she was like what your feelings about the other part was if it was happening at the same time
1: because ah, it seemed ah, to kind of yeah
0: that that was my thought but that makes sense
1: no i i i honestly okay no if we're being honest though i don't know if she's put that much thought into bill and harry because because i think a lot of her emotional energy right mm-hmm. now is emotional tied up damage. with sam is tied up with sam like I, she probably honestly hasn't thought that much about Bill and Harry. Like and her daughter, I don't think
0: she considers other people that are interacting with her.
1: Well, I mean, Sophie has to learn it from someone.
0: So we see Sophie tell Sky like the deal. What's going on? And Sophie, he asks, he was like, Sophie, is this what the wedding is about?
1: is this yeah because again like sky didn't even want a wedding no properly. he was
0: not privy to any of this information which is like oh nope. like do you not like talk to your fiance like that's i don't know it's just weird and Sophie's yeah. if just like you don't get it i just need to learn who like who i am as a person and sky says that doesn't come from finding your father that comes from finding yourself which is very true like sky great and they get into they get into a fight, um, where they like leave, like Sophie leaves and stuff and like runs into her mom and she was like to Donna's like, hey like will you help me get ready, um, yeah. and then we get
1: into which is so like it it's almost sad to me how happy and surprised Donna looks because she's like yeah you should this is a thing that you should be able to do with your daughter yeah and like yeah they just had a fight but it's just like i don't know
0: yeah and we get into the song slipping through my fingers which is a great song oh which is such oh, a sweet also, song also there was another song where you saw like baby pictures i was like oh yeah this was sophie when she was younger it was actually baby pictures of amanda safer
1: oh that's so cute i love when yeah. they do that um, i love i love the 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 sort of montage that we get of the two of them well Mostly Sophie, could, the two of them. Could getting you imagine
0: ready. being like cuddling and paying nails and being that close to Meryl Streep?
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: It's just like I don't know. But it's like, just very like heartwarming, like seeing like this relationship through this montage.
1: Yeah, and I think this was this was definitely the scene where <sighs> I. So I I think I think the first moment that I really felt like yes, this is a mother and daughter, and not. Meryl Streep and Amanda Seifert uh, yeah. was during Super Trooper. But like here it just really reaffirms that and it really gives you that vibe because like yeah. just
0: Definitely. the
1: way the their their chemistry in this scene, like Amazing. as actors, is fantastic. And the literally the way Sophie is like sitting on her like sitting on the armchair slash her lap and like having her paint her toes, is just like I literally like this entire scene, I was like, I can picture myself doing this with my mother yeah. in the future like for my wedding and it just like it really makes me also watching this with my mom yeah. um yeah and so like i was just like i almost i honestly was getting kind of emotional because i was just like this is like this is it this is like what this is the dream you know yeah for me at least for and for some women not all women
0: so i had two main points of this song one the word i would describe this song would be fleeting
1: mm. Exactly, yes. Perfect.
0: Two, at some point, I guess Sophie was shaving her legs, and she, like, you know, cut herself. And, yeah. like, her mom put a Band-Aid on it. She did not wipe off the dripping blood. It was, like, a <laughs> Band-Aid. didn't even notice It was, that. like, uh, yeah, and I hate myself for, like, realizing that. She, like, put a Band-Aid on, like, the, you know, the, the wound. But there was still, like, blood on her leg, and she didn't wipe <laughs> it up. What kind of mother are you? <laughs> And I couldn't get past it. But I did think at the very end, it transitions to the music box playing the same melody. And I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah,
1: that was really cute.
0: And then... And
1: I think... I also... I think this is... um, I think this is one of the... This is potentially the song that fits the most with the story they've created. Um because I think I think a lot of the other songs there's either one line or just something that's like. I disagree. I think
0: another song that fits very well is Vula Vu because it
1: Oh Vula, yeah. It
0: it like uh elicits the raw debauchery of this story.
1: (laughs) And just like a bachelorette slash bachelor party. Um, I I agree with that. I agree with that. But I think in terms of, like emotional delivery yeah. or emotional punch. Yeah. I. Uh,
0: but then we learn that Donna is very open about like her mother, that likes like your mm. grandmother. Yeah. When I came to her and was like said I was pregnant, she said don't bother coming back again. Coming I never home. see this from Cher. So what's what going happened? on here? What had happened was. <laughs> Um, and then at this point, which is really fucked up, she didn't say this before, literally like hours before our wedding is like, will you be the one that gives me away? And Donna's just like, Wild. it's just like beautiful. And then yeah. they're like, you know, walking to the wedding, which is like, it's so beautiful. So picturesque where they're, where the church is where like, you know, they're leading up to it. Everyone's looking amazing. And Sam and Donna see each other. And we get to the winner takes it all, where Donna sings at her ex in the <laughs> most beautiful light. Because a lot of the lighting in this isn't the best. There's a lot of backlight for like. Mm, yeah. I get that you're like recording like certain times of day, and it's like very on location kind of like.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Kind of like specific things like it's de- on location dictating, like, what's going on. But sometimes I'm like, it's like you go into, like, Microsoft Paint, and you just, like, outline, like, you take the border of a person, and you turn, like, the glow, and the, like, like, like you change the border to, like, a white color, and you make the glow effect. I'm like, this, mm-hmm. this, this is not real. Um, <laughs> but in this, it looks great, and, like, I could only imagine, like, the... Pressure and the effort it takes in this very finite amount of time to achieve this kind of moment with like, you know, the fucking weather and lighting and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very yeah. variable and I really commend the actors in this to like, you know, really putting their all, the winner takes it all in this kind of setting.
1: I, I agree, and I think, like...
0: I think Meryl Streep was incredible in this scene.
1: This Which is, is you song... know what?
0: Hot take. I think Meryl Streep was incredible in this scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- this is a song that, like, it really... As someone, and I think most people have at this point, but, like, as someone who has definitely experienced unrequited love before, slash... someone who are they i'll kill them leaving you and having a different you know name uh, name raven Um, raven
0: look at me look at me i am furious name them i and i will (laughs) i will take care of this situation because how
1: (laughs) well it's been it's been multiple people but how very um,
0: dare they (laughs) i I, raven you're trying to move on and i'm not because I am on the war path now,
1: oh my gosh,
0: as your big brother, I am <laughs> about to slit some throats. you know I'll get away with it. you know I'm smart enough. just give Concerned. me my names
1: um, but yeah, so this song, I think it just really <laughs> Campbell's pouting now <laughs> um it really, I don't know, I think like it just really like hits home, and like this song like. And and th- I think this is true, honestly, of a lot of Abba's music, which is like, obviously, their music was relatable to a lot of people because they were so freaking popular. But um, this song just really, I think, captures what it feels like in and, and that sense of like, yeah, like, she won. And like, and yeah, like, uh, people aren't necessarily prizes to be won, but in a sense, that's what it feels like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It feels like... I I lost everything when I lost you and for you to come back here now and say like, oh, I'm here now. Like, let's make it up. Like, let's, you know, get back together and all this other stuff. I still love you. or I never stopped loving you. And it's just like, okay, well then where were you 20 years ago? You know? Yeah. And I just, I don't know, this, this, this scene just really... I think more than any other scene in the movie, just really makes you feel for Donna. Yeah, and just like truly understand what that—that that
0: she doesn't give a fuck, fuck about Bill like. and Harry.
1: <laughs> she does not give a fuck about
0: them. They were they were rebounds.
1: They're great guys. They were They're rebounds. fantastic guys, but she does not give a fuck about them.
0: <laughs> That's what this song says. That's the main takeaway yeah. from this song. Um, and then I like, I like, I really like the line. I don't wanna talk because it makes me feel sad. Yeah. Like we both know the situation. It's like it's like, no, let's talk this out. Let's make it work. Blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no, because I'm not I don't want to put myself into that kind of emotional space. Yeah. And then dramatically we see the athlete that is Donna. Cause she runs up all these <laughs> fucking stairs. She
1: runs. Yeah, that was my thing. You see, so as she like, this is like a three minute song, right? The wedding procession is making its way up like the mountain. She's late to
0: the wedding. <laughs> she was like finally, she's, finally, she's please. asked by. Her daughter, who only has one parent, is like, can you walk me down the aisle? She's like, yes, of course. But of course. And then course. she's late to the fucking wedding because she's telling like an ex. She's just like, hey, the sun likes good. I look good in this light. You fucked up. And now we're here.
1: Yeah. And and my mo- <laughs> it's funny as we were watching this, my mom was just sitting there like, doesn't D- doesn't, doesn't she, have... she need to go to the wedding Yeah, doesn't
0: she have somewhere to be <laughs>
1: like like why is she just standing here singing? it's like when she
0: spends <laughs> 20 minutes telling a guy you're not important to me i have other stuff going on but she doesn't leave to go do the things she has going on yep so then finally she makes it up the stairs the to mount olympus um is a hercules reference um, and
1: we see we see Sophie just sitting there just outside like, the what church, the just fuck, just like mom? what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, this
0: is the only time I think it's acceptable for you to be, like Sasha, mom from this movie. I was just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, be mad,
1: just like um, just like mom but the absolute fuck.
0: <laughs> I will say, uh, in this scene, the band that they have is the best. That tuba player in the
1: and, oh, is, in the weddings, oh is yeah, laying
0: on heavy and thick, and I love it. <laughs>
1: I, real quick, this is sort of, sort of going back to the song real quick. Do you think... Maybe. Do you think that song, whether they kept it as, because again, I feel like Winter Takes It All should have actually been where SOS was. Regardless of whether the song here was Winter Takes It All or a different song. I disagree. Do you think this should have been a duet?
0: No, I don't. And I disagree because I feel like a lot of the perspective uh, in this movie has been from the... From the potential suitors and the formal loves and stuff. There hasn't really mm. been a song that is Donna on her own. And I think Winner Takes It All leads itself to resolution. And mm. I think SOS, if it was the time during SOS, it would have been like a too far of a gap that wouldn't make sense. Because I think the Winner Takes right. It All is very a finite statement that's just like, I am ready to move on. And she's ready to move on because she's walking her daughter down the aisle, and then the villain of the movie is like, "Oh, you thought, Uno reverse card. This is what's going on."
1: See, interesting because I think of it like I agree that Winner it Takes It All is more of a definitive sort of statement, yeah. and it's sort of Donna getting. S O S is a question. Yeah, it, it, Winner it Takes It All is Donna getting closure for herself, like saying, "You know what? I'm I'm done. I'm over this." Um, and Which, I, why I, didn't I, Sam
0: say he was single at that point?
1: Honestly, but he's been so dumb.
0: especially so the, except the for reason, dumb gay Harry.
1: The reason I think winner takes it all should have been sooner in the movie is be- because it's Donna getting her own sort of closure and processing those feelings that she's spent 20 years mulling over, apparently. Um, Do you think she spent and, the
0: entire 20 years mulling over? Or do you, not she, literally. She was like, like living her life, and honestly, like th- like
1: yeah, sometimes I think she I think she never fully, completely processed it. Okay, as it never truly got over Whole, it. you know what I mean.
0: She didn't have closure for anything. Yes, I agree. Okay. okay, yep. And okay, I think
1: you. I think it would have been, I purely think it would have been a better romantic story. For that scene and that closure for to have For Sophie come earlier. not to
0: marry her brother.
1: Agreed. Um, but for that scene to have come earlier. And then for Sam to have to win her back. Because Sam is the one that oh. fucked him in the first place. But in this case, it's like, it, SOS says like, hey, we still love each other, but we're mad at each other. And then Winner Takes It All says like, okay, I'm done. And then five minutes later, they're getting married. And I Spoiler. think it would have been better if like, if that, <laughs> I think it would have been better if that, hey, I'm done, like, I'm I'm officially closing yeah. this door, was earlier. And then Sam had to win her back. And that's why I think this scene, irrespective of what the actual song was, I think this scene should have been a duet, but not a literal, not a duet in the sense of, like, them singing together, more of, like, a counter melody yeah. of, like, her saying, you know, I, I don't want this, I'm over you. Don't, don't you just love a counter melody? Uh, amazing. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Let's continue to the wedding.
0: Okay, so the wedding starts, and, uh, yeah, that soprano sax is so good. And that tuba. Mm, um, amazing. And then, like, Sophie is just like, you know, says what's everything that's going on, and, like, Don's like, you couldn't have. I don't even know who it is. And, like, Sophie's just like, I, I don't <laughs> care if a mom has been with hundreds of men. It's just, like, stop shaving your mom. And
1: she's like, I have not been with hundreds it's of just men. just like...
0: Sam came we learned that same came right back saw her with another man Harry's yeah. just like oh no 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 I'm not part of the equation I'm gay like I'm it could be her dad but, like I'm not a love interest I like I'm fine. Um, and Bill
1: is like, I mean, I like, like, I love her, but like, not like that. Yeah, and they also
0: say like, I'll take a third of Sophie, which I kid, will never be on board with. I don't care for that. And then Sophie is like, Let's not get married yet. You don't want this. The first time she's like internalized what her fiance wants.
1: And actually like, let's to go see the world,
0: and then we get into Around the World in Eighty Days, the Tweety Sivells. <laughs> Have you seen the version that's like Tweety Bird and um, Sylvester?
1: I think so, but it's been years. Same, and I don't
0: know why that just came to my mind right now. I have I don't problem. know why
1: anything comes to your mind ever, Campbell. Let's
0: not question that. <laughs> and then Sam's like, hey, you told me, fuck off, but why waste a good wedding? Am I right, <laughs> fellas? <laughs> oh and they're like, what? Um, and then he was like, oh, by the way, I've gotten divorced. Like, I'm single it's only the rest of your life, which is, I did They I like, I did like that line. I was like, ooh, that's, that's solid, my guy, you know? Yeah. Did you like that? It's only the rest of your life. Isn't it so suave? Yeah. You disagree, but also.
1: I don't disagree. I just think I didn't like it as much as you did.
0: <laughs> Let me get to the song. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. So I do five times i do um don't talk while you're macking on each other it's uncomfortable oh yeah that's weird i don't like that i do not care we're gonna move on so they get married as in donna and sam and we get to when all is said and done which is basically like a wedding toast
1: do you think there are too many songs in this movie
0: no because i like all Um, i like abba's music um
1: I like Abba's music, but I think. But I also I, don't like a song, take like, this m- every three minutes. I
0: also don't take this movie seriously.
1: I mean, agreed, but I still think there's. I I just think there's like the
0: songs things. are the redeeming factor for me. So I'm just like, yeah, let's keep it going. Let's not talk about plot. Let's like hear <laughs> this music. Um, do you think this sucks for Bill, right? Because Harry's like, I'm gay and happy. Mm. Sam's like, I got the girl, and Bill's just like, I, like, brought these people here. I, like...
1: Actually, that's a fair point, because at first, I was kind of going I th- I your, thought this your... was going to
0: be my daughter. And, like, also, at one point, we do see, like, a conflict within himself. He's like, I don't think I'm ready to have a daughter. But then he, yeah. like, you know, like, steals himself, and he's just like, no, no, I am here for you. I'm going to do this. And then he's, like, sharing with two other men, where he's just still alone. And then is, good, like, harassed sexually. Oh, true.
1: That's a good point, because at first I was thinking of your earlier point about, like, Bill's an adventurer, and he's doing this as an adventurer. But I agree, but, like, I honestly think Bill... Bill has feels like he's grown a little bit throughout this movie, and, like... He's finally during, accepted, like,
0: responsibility the, in a different sense.
1: Yeah. And, like, and that like, realization and, like, is not rewarded yeah and during during the hen party where like you see him like freaking out at the idea that she's his daughter but like he does you do see that like he He takes it seriously and that's why he's freaking out you know what i mean and then the next morning when they're talking about like he he definitely is conflicted but you see that like uh, yeah he is willing to like Okay, like, you could be my daughter, and I, if that is the case, like, I want to take responsibility for that. I want to be here for you. Like, you seem like a lovely girl, and, like, I want to support you in whatever way I can. And, yeah, he just kind of gets shafted at the end. (laughs) I mean, although Sophie does say, like, all three of you can, like, be my dad, sort of. Which is weird
0: and selfish, and I don't like it. Um, But
1: Well, this whole movie is selfish for Sophie. Yeah, the
0: winner takes it all, and the winner is Sophie. And it's very interesting. So then, at the end, like um,
1: that's true. Sophie's like Sophie no gets everything she for wants. Actions. He, no, oh, okay.
0: it's it's Ms. Hannigan and Annie. There's no consequences for anything. The she
1: closest does. she comes to having consequences for her accidents is when she and Sky fight about him being like, "Did you only want this wedding?" for your dad and not for us and like to actually celebrate like our love and us getting together and she was like no babe i love you too and he was like mm, okay yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the closest thing she had and, to then, and then we see
0: rosie's like talking to bill and it's like bill's like yeah i'm a writer i'm kind of a lone wolf which like rosie said before and then we get into like one of my favorite parts of the movie um and rosie's just like well
1: well you didn't get with the girl you loved your mind.
0: if you change your mind Take a chance on me. It's such a fun you keep song saying to whisper. That and
1: that's not the sequence of lines, and it doesn't even rhyme, and it bothers me. What? If you it's, change, if your you mind? change your mind, I'm the first in line, honey. I'm still free. Take a chance on me. But you keep saying, if you change your mind, take a chance on me. Because I'm drinking, and it bothers baby. Me. Me. Take a,
0: and I already said it's my favorite ABBA song, so this is double <laughs> embarrassing for me. Um, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's my favorite ABBA song. Um, yeah. And it's just so funny because this this is just incredible. And, like, what's wrong with these people? Because Rosie is just, oh, like, so stepping things. down, the, like, strutting down the tables. And people are, like... Walking down
1: the table. People are eating. People are, like,
0: this is okay. <laughs> this is wanted. And this is warranted. And it's not. And stop dancing on this ground. Like, what the fuck? They're just, like, she's... Uh, she's just like chasing this man and it's very slapstick. It's like very comical how she's like almost falling or whatever. And they're just like dancing on this like crack that they never fixed. And I like when the finally the water shoots off, I wrote down the septic tank, which I thought was fun (laughs) and like, I was like, oh no, it's just like the why the hotel was built here, why it's like such a like attractive like just attraction. Minor detail. This is like Aphrodite's uh spa, spring, whatever, the water. It's like Aphrodite's if you like, you know, take in this water you'll find your true love, blah 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 blah. It's Aphrodite, not like a major structural problem that we need to address. <laughs> and we get into a reprise of Mamma Mia, no one seems concerned mama about Mia. what's going on. And they're like, dance it out. And then we get to Sophie again. I I do like how they wrap real, the movie and start the movie with I Have a Dream.
1: Real quick, though.
0: Yeah.
1: A thought My that mama. I had at this point at Girlie. the end of the wedding. Where are Skye's parents?
0: Raven, I never <laughs> had that.
1: At no point do we even consider or interact with his entire side of the wedding, other than like the "lay lay all your love on me," where we see his his bachelor. Also, like we just like we have no interaction with any. And like I understand that this is about Sophie and Donna, but like
0: it's no, 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 it's Sophie's choice. It's about. (laughs) So we end with "I have a dream." And, like, she feels real... And they go
1: on their, like, honeymoon yeah, sort of... Slash like, exploring
0: the world. They're leaving. They're just They're leaving. They're yeah. They're, like, yeah. living their lives. And then... In the credits, we get "Dancing Queen" by Donna the Dynamos, which I think is a perfect end credits because they're just like they're like the movie's over. I don't care how we feel about this movie or how we did or the plot or anything. It's like
1: you know what? And they're actually like on a real stage. We're going to have fucking
0: fun, and we get through that. Uh, The Dynamos having such a good time. They're like goodbye. Oh wait, do you want to hear another one? And then we see like the Greek gods like kind of like in the clouds and stuff and like two of the greek gods are oh that's something and dancing queen originally you remember the pian the pianist on the boat
1: the pianist on the oh yes
0: that was the pianist from abba oh that's cool and then on the um like one of the greek gods is also a member of abba the piano player benny anderson and then um, the Greek god uh, Bjorn.
1: Bjorn Ulvaeus? Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't read my handwriting. Thank you so much. Um, is like one of the Greek gods, like looking down and stuff. And then we get also, it's like, oh, do you want another one? And we get into the song Waterloo. And like the main cast join, and they all have like similar kind of like disco wear. Um, and just having the best time of their lives. They sing Waterloo. It's a really fun song. And at the very end, it's, like, scene. And they, like, walk off. And they're just all, like, so jovial with one another. And it's just, like, (laughs) I don't know what this is, but, like, I'm having a good time doing it. And that's how the movie ends, and I love that for them.
1: I love that for them, too.
0: So, that's all my notes. So, Raven, what you got for me? If you change your Uh,
1: mind. Mind. Uh, Uh, Okay, yes. So... The we've already talked about this quite a bit, but the music in this musical was all written by ABBA, which is a Swedish pop group that was formed in Stockholm in 1972. Um, and I'm I'm going to try to pronounce all of these individuals' names as authentically as possible. I obviously do not speak Swedish, but I, I believe will try in my you. best.
0: <laughs> but you're learning Dutch.
1: <laughs> what? I am, that is a very different language. <laughs> um, uh, so the, uh, the group individuals are Agnita Felskog, Bjorn Ulvaeus, Benny Andersson, and Anifried Lingstad, who apparently is a princess? Which I did not realize until I was researching for this episode. Um, so it turns out that the group's name is actually an acronym of the first letters of all of their first names, intentionally arranged as a palindrome, which is super cool. Um, and apparently, uh, the they were the group was like two married couples. So it was um, Felskog and Oveas, I believe, and then Anderson and Lingstad were the two married couples. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately with like the popularity that their group reached it was really difficult on it like was a lot of strain on their marriages and so they ended up both of the marriages ended up ending which is when the group separated in 1982 um but they were sweden's first eurovision winner in 1974 so especially for american listeners um eurovision for anyone who doesn't know is an annual song contest that europe does um i say europe but like I think Australia participates in it, like Canada, like other other non-European countries participate in it, but it started as a European song contest. Raven, Um, yeah.
0: do you consider great, talented artists that... Do you consider the winners of Eurovision to be great, talented artists?
1: I mean, I... mm, Okay, one, take my opinion with a grain of salt because I'm relatively unfamiliar with Mm -hmm. Eurovision and I've only even watched the contest like maybe twice or seen songs in mm-hmm. the contest like twice um but i think as a general rule i think as a general rule they are talented artists i think there's also i pro- assumedly some like politics and stuff like that that mm-hmm. also go into like the making of the song and all of that stuff but in general from the performances that i've seen like there are some really, really fantastic performances that happen in this song contest.
0: Then why the fuck do you clown me for liking Dance Monkey by Tones and I, the Eurovision winners? Campbell. <laughs> I set your ass up.
1: I I, I set you your know. ass up.
0: Also, Mianskin, <sighs> uh, the Italian band, they also have a song called Mamma Mia, which is a really fun mm. song to mosh in, in bed with your lover in the morning
1: is is that a, is that a euphemism for no science?
0: it's not <laughs> i'm just whimsical in my life i'm just
1: saying you said the words mosh in bed and i just anyway you
0: know how i put uh, while we're in bed together raven raven <laughs> i said <rabid.
1: laughs>
0: raven raven Kickball change, anyway. kickball change, pat and I just like are just kicking you while we like sleep in the same <laughs> bed together. That's the vibe I'm saying with moshing to Mama Mia in bed.
1: Wild. Uh, so they were Sweden's first Eurovision winner in 1974 for with them. the song Waterloo, and Waterloo such a good song. Apparently, it was named the best song in the competition's history in 2005. So only a couple years before this movie, yeah, this movie came out. And
0: they were a band since when?
1: 1972, and they 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 sent it in 1974. So. For 30 years, in 30 years, they were the best song in the competition's history. Um, They have been considered one of the best-selling music acts in the history of popular music um, and fully topped the charts worldwide from 1974 to 1983, which is why we're not going to be spending a ton of time talking about them because at this point, like you just know ABBA. People just know ABBA. I knew them before I... Actually, really, even heard of them. Like you know their songs. You know "Dancing Queen." You know "Take a Chance on Me." You know these songs. Um, so the two individuals in the group that specifically worked on "Mamma Mia" were Benny Andersson and Bjorn Ulvaeus. Um, so Benny Andersson is a Swedish singer, music singer, musician, composer, and producer. Um, and Ulvaeus is a singer, songwriter, and producer. Both of them co-produced um, the "Mamma Mia" film. So the interesting thing about Benny Anderson, his wiki career section is literally organized into before ABBA, during ABBA, and after
0: ABBA. I mean, when you're a part of ABBA, how else is it going to be
1: organized? (laughs) How else does your life work out? Um, But he actually has his own band uh, uh, that he's been working on since 2001 called Benny Anderson's Orchestra. Mm. Um, which I believe orchestra is yeah it's just the Swedish word for orchestra um, but Amazing. yeah so he's the he's the musical leader and composer and it was formed like mid2001 um, and yeah like they so both of them like after after the band broke up um, Benny Understone and Bjorn, uh, Oveya started like working together and like developing like, like songs and comp- compositions together. And um, Agnita Felskog and Anifried Lingstad went on to have like solo careers. Um, so yeah, like um, Benny Anderson and, and Bjorn Oveas like had a hand in the development of the play as well in 1999 and they were approached to um, to produce the, the the film in 2008 which had like a really really good reception um when it was first released so in the UK it grossed over 69 million pounds um and in Greece it grossed 1.6 million pounds um which ranked number one at the Greek box office um and in the UK it's the 13th highest grossing film of all time like still currently is the 13th highest grossing film of all time in the UK, um, and it opened at number one. Um, so it is, it is a wildly popular movie. Like even in the US, it grossed at 144 million um, and 467 million, like other territories worldwide. Um, so yeah, highest grossing live musical, live action musical of all time. Which honestly, when you look at like Disney's live actions, it doesn't have a lot of competition, but It was very, very well received, Um, although critics didn't love it, which like I think is in line with our response. Um, So like on Rotten Tomatoes, it only got like a 55% approval rating um, and an average rating like 5.6 out of 10, which like I think makes sense. Um, It's a movie that's entertaining and that's about it. But it did win a few awards. So it won um, an Empire Award for Best Soundtrack, Golden Raspberry Award, Golden Reel Award, also for like sound editing. Um, it won... This is, So this is a similar... Do you remember back in Annie, where I talked about how the actress that played Annie won... I forget the actual name of the award, but it was something like worst something, like worst like leading actress. Which was worst, like, not
0: deserved.
1: Which was weird. But Pierce Brosnan won a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Supporting Actor. Which, like, again, it, like, doesn't... Mm. <laughs> it's so weird to me that these are even a thing that exists. Um, yeah, it won, like, a bunch of, like... It won, like, an Irish Film and Television Award, uh, a couple of National Movie Awards, MTV Awards, People's Choice Awards, and Rembrandt Awards. So it was very popular amongst, like, the populace. Not so much amongst critics, mm-hmm. because, like, let's be honest, the story structure, the it character sucks. development... It sucks. It's bad. It's, it's like, it's it sucks. It's bad. It's a bad film. It's great for entertainment. Yeah. But the question that I want us to consider, Campbell, and we've Oof. already started talking about this a little bit, what are your thoughts on... I want to I gauge our thoughts on jukebox musicals overall, and I want to talk about, like can they work like can they be real musicals and if so how i think like, what do they
0: need i think jukebox musicals are interesting cuz they like take um a lot of times they don't take from the same piece of work or same like inspiration or like band yeah. or whatever um but i think something that's just disappointing is that what i love about music people can take different messages away from a song than other people i feel like uh you know music in general is very personal i think you can apply things to a whole bunch of settings it can be very ambiguous it'd be like oh artist what did you mean by this song it's like oh it's love for interpretation blah 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 like we're in an ap lit class (laughs) and i think specifically for mama mia i think abba has such a rich and you know, deep discography that you could apply like songs to different situations and make that work around and be like, Oh yeah, there's like a multitude of feelings. Someone may have about this song giving the given the context, I think jukebox musicals fail at the context. Then they pull the songs from, I think they, I, I do think, like, in theory, I think they can be done very well because I think it, like, plays on, you know, taking different messages from songs. But I think yeah. a lot of the times they, like, say this song is like, no, there's only one definition for the song. That's what we're putting here. And then when you hear it, it's like, oh, I have the different a different definition for that song. Yeah. It seems, I, like, very I, I, much I, like... You know the higher ups, or like you know the people writing and stuff, are just like oh, everyone agrees this is what the song's about, but not everyone agrees with them.
1: I agree with that, and I think I think the downfall of a lot of jukebox musicals, jukebox musicals for me hold a, a little they bit could of a be special so much place. Fun. Like the the concept of a jukebox musical holds a special place in my heart because I think jukebox musicals are actually a fantastic opportunity to utilize music that is already in the popular consciousness and already, like, people already identify with and already connect with. Like, people already say that they like this music. You don't have to worry about them liking the song. It is a way of telling a story through a sphere of influence that people already understand. And I think a lot of people, like... I think the beauty of a Jukebox musical could be that a lot of people see or might see pop music as a soundtrack for their life so i think to me a ju- the perfect jukebox musical would be one that like allows the music to tell the character's story literally yeah and and i think i i agree that like yeah there are so many different meanings and messages you can take from pop music so i think the duty of the jukebox <laughs> musical duty. Shut up. I think the duty of the Jukebox musical is to say, like, this is the interpretation we're using, but to be clear about how and why. Like, I think Jukebox musicals are at their best when they truly do a cover of the song. Like, it is different instrumentation. The instrumentation is specific to the musical and there is intent and reasoning. Behind the instrumentation used, um, or at the very least, the placement and the selection of the songs. Like I think in *Mamma Mia*, what what bothers me is that they kind of just picked songs that generally fit the vein of what the scene was about, and I think that doesn't quite work because you ha- you do have to consider the lyrics of the song you are pulling from yeah. and the story that it's actually telling. And when you're trying to make a song fit into a scene that like doesn't fit it, it feels weird. And I think it's jarring. I honestly, I honestly it think takes one of the best. I think I think one of the best jukebox musicals of our time. Bear with me, and I feel like you might actually agree with uh-huh. this. Is Shrek? Okay. Because Shrek legitimately uses the pop music to say I, what is okay. happening I, in the movie. I don't. Movie like, and, are you
0: saying the original Shrek movie? Yes. I
1: and or Shrek 2 but like Shrek I, 2 is I, amazing.
0: I mean I would agree that the soundtrack can contemporize those the feelings soundtrack. to <laughs> the soundtrack to contemporize the feelings but like it's not a jukebox musical so I don't think that can be compared
1: hmm. I disagree but you um, think you
0: think Shrek the movie's a musical?
1: I think it comes as close to being a musical as DreamWorks will ever really make.
0: So, it's,
1: like I, I think, does I, it think come... I think do you think I think I think it's a musical in the sense that the function of the music in the musical in the story is to help tell the story. The music serves a purpose. It is to tell you what the, like, effectively vibe or theme of the individual scene is, what the characters are thinking, and what their motivations are. The music is not being sung or performed by the characters, but it is very much cluing you in to what is happening in the story.
0: Do you, th- then, isn't that so disappointing that a uh, not a musical...
1: Is the best jukebox musical?
0: <laughs> is the best jukebox musical, or, like, able yes, to connect is- music to a... Like, film a piece of work compared to an actual musical where the two cannot be separated. Isn't that disappointing?
1: That is disappointing. And that's why, like, I say that Jukebox musicals get a bad rap because they are just Not done... Good poorly because I think so often people think like this is popular music you can just throw in these songs and like everyone will love it and to an extent yeah that's true like ABBA makes great fucking music regardless of how you place their songs or what setting you put them in they're going to be bops because they are but like that doesn't mean that you are telling a story well using the music and so I think like it is definitely possible to have a good jukebox musical, but just I feel like very few people put in the true effort required to make it so. And Singing in the Rain is technically a jukebox musical, and I honestly don't even know if that counts because, like, it's so long ago that, like, most people wouldn't even think of it as a jukebox musical because most people wouldn't know the songs already that the music is from yeah. you know what i mean so it feels like a regular musical yeah. but i think that's that's the hallmark of a good jukebox musical it's like if someone in the future or someone not knowing that music independently mm-hmm. could watch it and be like this, oh, these this songs music make sense for the musical yeah yeah exactly yep. that yep. is the, that that is the hallmark of a good jukebox musical because at the end of the day the music should be telling the story if you're just putting the music in to like For the audience to relate to, trolls, uh, then it's a bad jukebox musical. It's a bad musical in general. I've never seen trolls. Um, Trolls is bad. It's a bad. It's bad.
0: So now at this point, we will be playing (laughs) a piece from the musical for each other because copyright and that dumb shit. Um, Yup. And Raven will be playing the cello, and I'll be playing the clarinet. And for Aaron, and Aaron alone, we'll be playing "Mamma Mia." So be right back.
1: Hey everyone. In addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Didario Foundation. The Didario Foundation is a nonprofit grant-making organization that provides monetary and product support to high-quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across forty-one U.S. states and one hundred and eighty nine cities they accept monetary donations of course but also instruments so if you have an old instrument that you no longer use please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation where they can get it into the hands of a student in need however you're able to contribute you can go to slash that is d d foundation D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O r i o foundation.org/about/donate now, please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music.
0: I that was pretty solid. I
1: thought that was pretty good. We were, uh, I got a little off from you. I got a little off, around, off from you. Yeah, around like the middle there. But we got back together because we've ended together, which I think, I think this is one of the first times I've ever listened to you enough. To be able to adjust myself to match you, and it went better than normal. It's not saying much because I'm I'm literally just playing eighth notes. Uh, but like I'm doing really well. I think so too. I
0: messed up a lot also, of stuff. Also, you are too. But like it's fine. Uh, but like
1: but like the the I'm the, the melody was the melody was still very discernible. Like I uh, exactly discernible
0: what is what I'm time. going for, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should start at the DSL coda.
1: The DSL code. Uh, the, 50, the. Measure 54. Oh, the, yes, 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 yes. 54 yes, 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 to the right end. 54 to the end. Cool, 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 cool. I'm down for that. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. I messed up. I was trying to burp
0: while I was playing and it was bad. <laughs>
1: A wind of breath control, then yeah, and, and that's why that. I need
0: to stop, Raven. <laughs> and also, I didn't look at any of these other notes. Is that an E?
1: No, I don't know your notes. Oh, you're in trouble, club. Yeah, that's an E. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm
0: good. I won't take another sip. I'm good.
1: Okay, wait, give me, give me, I, I, no, give me a second. No, <laughs> all right, one. Two, one, two, three, four. Beautiful. The good
0: thing about this music, it's that it's easy.
1: (laughs) It's very easy, and this is definitely. I would love for us to play this again. Like this, this could definitely be one of our like go-to drunk hangout songs. Oh, you know.
0: One hundred percent, and that's what we strive for. This. Except for the Wacko's Wish song, which I was just like, let's challenge each other like a fucking ding. Why do you do that? That was never because I'm of not this. smart.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: Raven, question for you: Who do you think is Sophie's dad?
1: Okay, so I actually was preparing for this question, and I heard that there's a spoiler, or like I heard that the second movie answers this. I don't know. I found an article that was talking about it, but it had spoilers for the second movie, so I couldn't read it. But it said that apparently Bill is her father. Which I actually would really like because, I don't know, something feels too perfect about it being Sam. You know what I mean? And it could be Harry, but like, I don't know, Harry's got his own stuff going on and... He loves her and, like, wants to support her and stuff. But, like, let him live his life. But, like, I feel like Bill kind of needs this. And I feel like Bill would, like, low-key, once, like, once he gets over the shock and, like, panic of it, I feel like he could kind of be, like, a pretty good dad. Who do you think is her father?
0: I don't think it's Sam. I agree. I think I would like it to be Carrie, but I would believe it to be Bill.
1: Fair, Yeah. Bill seems the least responsible out of the three of them. Um, which like I feel like we could have uh I feel like we could have solved this entire mystery or potentially avoided this entire mystery if like condoms were used.
0: They're only so much effective. They could have used condoms, right?
1: That's true they can break and that they're only 99.9% effective. But I just I
0: uh, yeah. You're just yeah. a proponent
1: of safe sex. Um, yeah. how would, so, Campbell, yeah. how would you rate this musical? A
0: solid six, baby.
1: I would go a five, which I think is the first time I've ever rated a musical lower than you.
0: you we say things like that all the time, and I don't believe that's true.
1: At, this is at the very least one of very few I would agree with that. I, I would agree with you. that, baby. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Since you asked me that raven where would you find us
1: you can find us anywhere podcasts are found that includes larger apps like or, or music apps like spotify and stuff and iHeartRadio and pandora you can also find us obviously on the podcast apps like stitcher like google podcast like apple podcast um anywhere that you prefer to listen to podcasts we are on that platform and if you find us uh and you and en- well obviously you found this because you're listening to this, but if you like share this with other friends and stuff like that, um, we hope that you encourage them to like us and rate us um, in comments. If they have questions or they have a musical they would like to suggest, or just like any ideas or thoughts or or responses to our episode, Um, we would really love to like hear back from our listeners. That'd be really awesome. Um, If you do have the ability to rate us, which I believe Spotify just introduced, um, and like other platforms like Apple Podcasts already have in place, um, if you feel comfortable rating us five stars, that would be fantastic. Um, if we do get a good rating, then the higher our rating, the more likely that we will be promoted to other listeners and other people that maybe have not been exposed to the podcast. Um, and the more people that we bring into the fold, um, the more people uh, join that we can... join the cult drink the kool-aid um the more people that we can promote music education and the importance of music education especially in young children's lives um and that's just really what we're all about here we're all about drinking and you know promoting stuff for the kids drinking those two things jamming promoting facts uh Bye bye -bye. Bye -bye, bye-bye bye-bye bumblebee lady i
0: love you (laughs) bye-bye